want to be. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be stepping on your toes. And that's what you were in the process of doing anyway. Definitely wasn't. <laughs> I, I was just sitting here waiting for you, mm-hmm. and then don't give me a thank you, then. Nah. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about. The energy just seemed like real <laughs> shady. So it was it. Oh Lord. Oh my God. Hold on. Let me fix this. Don't pull a cramp. I, you know, when them cramps come, they just come. I can't, you know, I don't, I can't determine to dictate that. When it happen often or something, say that like it's a frequent occurrence. I've, I've had them in I, the twit. Well, we done did more than twelve episodes at this point, but through this, I, I've had them frequently on the pod. <laughs> I remember at least. I think it was two. I remember I, that. Yeah, I definitely remember two. Now, unless you just chilling with a cramp happening, <laughs> he's like, I can't let him know. <laughs> Trying to have the straightest face in the world, like, ooh, this crap. <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that guy. I'm not, I'm gonna tell you if I'm in pain. I'm not, I'm not trying to, trying to be a G. Uh, I see, I see. Well, since you did mention, uh, you said 12, well, this is episode 13 of the Was It Good Though podcast. Gentlemen, 13 episodes and, you know, a few uh, bonuses. But, um, Yes, so this is the, um, wait, let me, are y'all good? Are y'all ready? I'm ready. Okay, I got to ask before. I was, but then I was just like, I didn't make sure y'all was good before. So I was just trying to have, uh, be respectful and have manners. But that's the last bit of respect and manners you're going to (laughs) get right at this point. So we're about to go ahead and get into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Was It Good Though podcast, where we discuss, debate, argue, and um, uh, debate a bit on movies and TV shows, old and new. Like I said before, this is episode 13. We are reviewing P Valley season two, episodes six through 10. Yes. So our last episode, we were discussing one through five, and now we are six through 10. So this is your uh, spoiler alert as well. So if you have not seen episodes six through 10, which I'm not sure how you can not because episodes were so good as they were dropping. But if you have not seen them, please go ahead and pause the pod. Uh, just come back to us once you get caught up on those episodes so we do not spoil anything for you. And this is not an episode you will want to listen to around children because this is a show you would not want to watch around children. So we just try to keep that same energy. I am here with my uh, host, Chris, how you doing? Feeling good. How you doing, Jess? I'm good. I'm good. Jason, our other co-host, how are you feeling this evening? I'm doing well. I can't complain. How y'all? We good. You know, ready for this second part of P-Valley. We still at the pank, doing, you know, pank things. <laughs> uh, not really. Not me. I don't know what y'all doing. Um, <laughs> nah, but, but since I know uh, this is Jason's realm, I'm going to go ahead and... um roll it over to you or drop it out on a pole to go ahead and say so you can go up the pole you know like you know what i'm trying to say i mean am, am I, I like are no, you a no, fire let's... are you a firefighter and i'm a stripper i'm trying to see what's going on here no it's don't worry about it jason <laughs> <laughs> all right so um welcome back uh we are in episode six savage um this this one kind of opens up um, I was gonna pass it to Jazz, but she good. I got it. Um, we have a diamond and big bone boning uh, as we actually <laughs> open up this open up this episode. It seems very very intense. What you think about that, Chris? I, just, I think he was waiting all week to get that off. <laughs> diamond and big bone boning. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a couple, um, and they're doing what couples do. I thought it was interesting, too, um, this scene. We saw he's still thinking about um, Keyshawn. So it's actually, yeah, so it's actually wow. Um, of course, you see everything that happened last season, and their uh, interaction um, earlier on at the dollar store. She's still on his mind, and he, you know, women, they, they can sense things, you know, at times. And she, I feel like from this scene, she sort of saw something was up, but at the same time, she maybe didn't care that much. Um, I don't know, you know, what that's about, but um, yeah, he still got feelings for Keyshawn and it was, it was pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> so interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Um, and I guess the biggest thing here is, um, you know, he, you know, he kept Montavious ring, um, mm-hmm. which was the ring of Haley's ex boyfriend. Um, so he kept it, uh, he says for protection because he into hoodoo. Um, and Big Bone took interest into this this object. Doesn't really know what that's about, but it does play out um, later in the actual season. Um, but in the episode of Savage, um, a lot of tumbleweeds and things going on here, but I'm trying to focus on the, the bigger parts um, of the actual episode. So we're going to start with Mercedes. Um, within this episode here, you got Mercedes. She, you know, she helped. She uh, was helping out Shell and her daughter. Uh, so she goes to the actual house. Um, she brings them some groceries. Uh, but in the midst of this, she's trying to see where Tarek is. Tarek is missing, per usual. Um, and she gets a phone call from Farah. Uh, Farah hits her up. Hey, I wanna, we wanna. Um, actually, no, it was, it was coach. It was, was it coach or was it Farah? I feel like it was Farah. No, it was. Yeah, Farrah. I think it was Farah. It was Farah. Um, telling to come through, um, so they can uh, finish that experience because they didn't really get to. <laughs> get to have that experience jazz uh you want to talk about what happens when mercedes get out get out to coach house i mean so mercedes was trying to keep her and fair's uh extracurricular activities uh you know they she didn't want coach to know because it might mess up her deal so fair was like oh no that's just between us girls and then they get to the scene to where it's a lot going on it's like a um, well, y'all, y'all know what's going on. They, 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 I, I don't. I don't. Actually, I don't, Jess. What's going on? The Mercedes on? experience with Coach and Farah. Um, no poll included. Just you sure them. Well, I didn't see a poll in the scene, but neither did you. So they were on the thank, poll first, but now they. Thank God, I didn't want. I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to see Coach that way. Right. Oh, that looked nasty because his body looks so <laughs> terrible. But then you start to see. Fair plan, uh, paying more attention to Mercedes. So mm. we see it, and then we see Coach's reaction. Coach is furious. It's funny how <laughs> it goes from him realizing what's happening to Fair and Mercedes, and then Coach is in his robe. I was just like, <laughs> was the robe close? He got, <laughs> he got dressed so quick. But he was just like, he was so upset just seeing it happen because then you see Fair and Mercedes hands locked, so you know oh, yeah, this is not their first rodeo together. Yeah, Coach was so upset, and he screwed Mercedes out of her uh, her deal, and Farrah's like, well, here go your shoes. Ain't nothing I can do, and it's just like, sis, you're the reason why my whole thing got blown up. Yeah. She was just, just into it. I was just like, uh. But I think Coach's reaction was hilarious because I'm just like, let me ask y'all fellas, if y'all were in Coach's position, and things play out like it did in this episode. Are y'all gonna be upset? Are y'all just gonna go with it? Like, what y'all doing? That's an ego hit, especially for Coach, because I feel like um, 
the agreement that they had initially where I don't know if she didn't know everyone, but she actually met Mercedes. So this was like off top. It was a bit different experience. I'd be pissed. Like, nah, what you doing? <laughs> I'm oh, so, to you, so you would be like, coach. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. I'm paying 10 K. What you mean? Jason, it was, what about it, you? Was, it was forty. Um, Even worse. I would have. No, I would have. I would have allowed that to happen because you now have a situation. <laughs> if your wife is open to having this situation and she allows you to have this, and you can, like Amon Shumpert says, sometimes he just sits back and allow his wife to just have fun, and he just watches. And I would be into that experience, even if it wasn't like I said. Even if eventually it'll come back to me. I'm going to benefit from this situation, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not destroying this. No, no. You just, you just heard Jazz say his his body passed. You sure it was coming back to him? What? Facts. It will. It eventually it was going to come back, even if it was my wife doing something in a different way. It was going to come back to me. That's probably the first time that I feel like Jason made a point to where he was thinking long term. He's not thinking about <laughs> it right now. Jason is thinking, oh, but no, I'm going to get what I'm going to get in a few days so she can go ahead and have her fun. Jason, you know what? I'm seeing the growth in you. I'm so proud of you. I love how that was like a compliment <laughs> and a dance at the same time. <laughs> um, so, you know, after this, um, we kind of go, I want to try to kind of dive a little bit into the Haley um, situation. Um, for me this season, Haley's storyline, I wasn't feeling it um, personally. How about y'all? Y'all? Would y'all like her storyline? It was up and down for me. It was some parts that I liked, but then it was some parts that I didn't like. She was, she knew what she was talking about in certain areas, and then her arrogance got in the way, and which is how the outcome that she ended up having, you know, why it succeeded. Because I was just like, hey, well, you need to take a step back, and also the thought process you have for certain things. Everybody does not have that. Like Cliff is like my ancestors, like built this. The pink is just not a building. This is history. This is culture. Haley could not wrap her head around that. That was when she was a villain. I was like, this hoe. So I don't, so with Haley, I feel like she was, she wasn't, she just wasn't family. So with her, she was just thinking about her, her, just herself within that entire right. situation. So she kind of, um, within this episode, she's trying to go to this, this black tie event um, that Andre is holding. Um and she she pretends to be Brittany when she actually gets to the actual event. So that's that's the reason they let her into it. Um, and within this episode, I meet probably my second favorite character of the season. It's Miss Georgie. Miss um, Georgie, she's definitely racist. I mean, I mean, you know, she she's racist. But Miss Georgie gonna tell you how she feel, and she gonna come in and she like, you know, it's just it's. I, I love the the involvement or evolving of TV with women being in power. So you have this woman, she comes in, and she like, oh, I'm not, I don't care about y'all dick swinging match. I'm just in here to make sure I get my motherfucking casino. Um, and within this, uh, she, you know. Haley is trying to, because she's been lowballed every time to sell the pink, and Miss Georgie offers her uh, five million. Uh, five million to sell the pink, but uh, you know, Autumn is she she wants more. She I feel like at this point she's kind of getting greedy. Uh, so let me just throw it to y'all. You are you don't you are Autumn. You have no ties to this actual place. Are y'all taking five million, or would you? Because you you know it's worth more. Are you gonna take the five, or you or are you gonna try to get go the long game here? It comes to a point where like the bottoms gonna fall out. So I don't know how far she thought she could get over with these people. Um, 
you just got to know when to hold them, <laughs> like know when to just let it go. I feel like the five million would have been it. Um, but like you said, you made a good point. She's not friendly, as they call it on the show. So it ain't really like she doesn't have the same type of uh, investment in it as, you know, Clifford and Mercedes and everybody else. So at that point, she's just trying to get as much as much as she can get. I don't think she's looking at it from that clear point of view. Um, but personally, I probably would just take the five million. I probably would have said, let me get 750. <laughs> just to show since she first quoted 10 million. So if she said five, I'd be like, okay, let me try to see if I can bring it down. 750. She had a she had a super a super strong stance. Um, but beyond this piece here, um Andre gets upset <clears throat> with Haley. Um they have this 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 conversation um back at his home and she allows Andre to be in command of her. Um and he finally finally knock knocks it knocks it off uh within this situation, which of course that's gonna play another another part <laughs> closer to the end of the other of the of the season. Um, parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the biggest part um of this episode um is the the the, the relationship or the unraveling of Teak uh within this this actual episode. Um you know it it, it kind of starts with uh the the HVH crew is celebrating Teak for being released and they give him um give him a car. Uh, Teak is overwhelmed with emotions because he the entire episode it was like a roller coaster ride of emotions for Teak. He was celebrating, and, you know, it's it's a joyous celebration, but then it's like you can kind of see it's a it's a conflicted, um, a, a conflicted emotion um, within this. And then they go to uh, they go get he go get a haircut because he wanted he wants to get casket sharp, um, you know, foreshadowing for the entire time. Uh, what did y'all think about this 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 haircut, this old school fire fire style haircut? Yeah, <laughs> I never seen that uh, in person. You, never, you know, you never. No, oh, okay. I've never I seen that in person. Yeah, gotcha. um, but I've seen like yeah, I think it was a, like a TikTok or something. I've seen that. Mm. I'm, just, I'm good with the Clippers, man. <laughs> but you look fresh, so I mean, it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I think with like the, I think like I'm just like with the type of hair the hairstyle that you wear, Chris, you probably could get that. Uh, you can't get it when it's low to the grain. That uh, you, of course yeah. you'd be having have a Michael Jackson situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and uh, it's kind of and like like the imaging would teak this entire episode from the clothing that he was wearing kind of alluded to what was going on. There was a picture. Um, he's looking in a mirror after he gets his haircut of a man with the devil behind him. Just um, another thing, another little tidbit I seen from Katori was the man who cut his hair. Um, they're playing this song in the background. It's whoop that is whoop that he's the rapper. Oh, that's um, him? That actual song. Yeah, that's him. Oh, just, yeah. uh, just on it. Um, you been so talking to uh, you been talking to Katori? No, man. Oh, uh, okay. miss, you know, you know, Miss Patrice was Miss, miss Patrice was talking, but I ain't talking. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming for Katori though. I'm coming. Uh, but then they go. You know, they 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 go on a date. Um, to Hot Wing Castle, uh, which is actually interesting because this is the the, the spot that Uncle Cliff put uh, put on to murder. What, what did y'all think about this 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 date at the Hot <laughs> Wing for the for the lemon pepper hot? I, Chris, what you got? I, I just feel a way like if I introduce you to a place and then you take somebody else, that's kind of. But Cliff don't know. Cliff don't know that he, he never took. That, that, they never went though. I know, but still. Um, not that it was interesting. The, the main things where you had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, yeah, 
anyway, uh, the main thing we saw, you know, the relationship between them, of course, we saw what happened last episode. But then when uh, the waitress was flirting with him, and it was just kind of like, nah, ain't it? But you can see they really into it. Um, but it was sad. Like you said, the signs were there. Fatigue, unfortunately. And then you see, like, through conversations and everything that was going on, he wasn't really, like, there. Like, it was sort of, you know, had some jokes and laughs at the same time. It was just kind of like, mm-hmm. it was prepared for, you know, <clears throat> Do you think murder got jealous uh, when the waitress was uh, flirting with T? Yeah, there's no thinking in that jazz. He was jealous as hell. But it was, a, I mean, I like, but it was a, a moment where you can finally see murder is in love with Uncle Clifford. So he kind of explains what what it actually felt like uh, with him. It was like, it's like, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with dice, but, you know, it's like hitting seven in dice um, when you're playing on a game or, you know, a funnel cake. That one, that, that one day of the year that you can get that funnel cake at the actual fair, which is, that's a, a so, well, where we from, the, the fair doesn't run for a long time. So where you at? Run. I'm in the South, Jazz. Where? <laughs> I'm not in Mississippi. <laughs> and he said it's like it's kind of like an eclipse um as well. So it was just like it was interesting to see how he detailed the, the love or the relationship that they had. And you know, he kind of he kind of flirts with him in that situation. He kind of rubs his hand as they sit at the table and you know, Teak reaches back, rubs his nose. Look, you know, look cute, gentle, <laughs> gentle situations. Uh, within this, and then they um they make it to the you know they then they you know again the rest of the day just they just kicking it, so they go to the gas station. Uh, Chris, what did you think about this scene? Uh, what happened? When Murder Song came on the radio and he just got lit. You could you could pass oh, yeah. it to me, Chris. No, good, <laughs> I mean it was no, it was it was cool. Good, nah, um, cause Chris got the last one. I was just like, why Jason ain't throw me the layup? <laughs> like ah, nah, but um. It was cool because they was because uh, murder was upset and he was just like, "How you give me a brand new car and it's not even full?" <laughs> so, <laughs> I felt that I was just like, "Yo, that's wild! Like that's crazy." But nah, like just their excitement of them pumping gas and then they hear murder song on the radio by some girls playing the music at the gas station, and so they just go insane. And I thought that scene was so cool because you can see that Teak really loves and cares from uh, murder and he supports him. To where it's just that when you see somebody that you rock with and you see the success in them, you're not jealous. You're you're sitting there like I'm so glad that they're winning, and so that's pretty much the face that Tete gave them. And then the girls come and they taking pictures with my little Murda on the car, and then here come a hater, honking exactly. their horn. Like you can't go to no <laughs> other pump. Tete was about to kill that dude too, but um, I thought I thought that scene was dope. Yeah, it was just like that situation. Like, bro, we in the middle of celebrating, and you got this dude just just coming up, just just messing up the vibes, bro. What's good? Yeah. Um. Uh, they, you know, they head off. They head to a little. They head to a trap house. It looks like Tika about to go buy some, you know, buy some drugs. In the middle of this, you know, murder gets a call, um, uh, from Wody, and then they're just having a conversation, you know, saying the song on the radio. They they they're trying to get that second leg of the tour. Um, murder keep on talking about Rome, who got killed in the previous episode, and voted like, yeah, man, it's that OD, you know, it's just best for you. Like, kind of funny, you keep on talking about an OD. I ain't, I haven't heard nobody say that 
And then, you know, he as they continue to talk, the phone disconnects. <clears throat> uh, murder, you know, being a hood dude, he see Teak goes inside the house, and he's like, "Brother, that ain't that ain't that's not how you how you buy drugs. Like, what are you doing?" Uh, so he he goes into the house, and then you can kind of you can hear a voice, you know, saying like talking real crazy as Teak's up in there, and then Teak, you know, kind of explains to him, "Hey, this is this is my house," and he was like, "You know, we we fit to go. This it used to be your house. You know, we did we fit a." Um, this is today we gonna have you know we got tomorrow we gonna be we out of here um oh he said he said say goodbye say good we saying goodbye tonight saying we saying goodbye tonight um you know still more foreshadowing because uh, we said we, we both both of us ain't coming back you know coming back to but he he looking at the mud the, the slums uh within that that situation so then we um you know we get we get to the river um and at this point, and like I said, this is when I, my my mind was different as far as when it came to Teak because, like I said, Teak, I didn't like his character, um, because he was just a little too amped up as far as when it comes to it. But then we get the the unraveling um, of Teak, and we see why he's the way he is uh, within this situation. It was a, like it was like super deep as far as with how he was talking, and he was just saying <clears throat> when he was in jail, he was in the he was in the darkness and murderous rhymes and his raps are what, what was light for him that that's what kept him going that's what that kept him um moving and he um you know he has the three tears on his face and he was like you know I, i've killed way more people than that bro these, these three tears on my face uh which it comes out he was referring to his mom his mom um, killed his siblings when he was a kid which um it mirrored a, a real a real life situation in memphis um bit like like a few years ago um woman she killed all her kids only one of them survived uh, within that that situation is just like like I said, just a heartbroken, um, heartbroken situation. How did y'all, um, you know, eventually, uh, he you know he does take his life uh, within within that situation. Uh, what you got, Chris? Yeah, I started to see <clears throat> started to see it coming, and then you know throughout the um, the whole conversation they was having, it felt like he just really felt like he didn't have anything to live for, and that's tough because you know we talk about like the prison system and like he wasn't really. Um, given much opportunity or able to adjust to like coming back into society. Like, what is he going to do at this point? Of course, you know, him being, um, you know, good buddies with, with uh, murder, you know, he's able to get, you know, a little gig and, you know, be put there. But as far as like an actual life, he doesn't really feel like he has anything to live for. And I thought this was tough. And I thought it was, uh, um, you know, we talk about mental health so many times, even with this situation where you look at how this affects murder, because murder is doing all of this. And, you know, he just got his song played on the radio. So, like, that's a high for him, right? And then you get all of this, and, you know, you're talking to Teak and, you know, you, you think it's going. And then this situation happens. It's just like it just comes right back down for him. So just that whole wave of emotion, not only for the viewers, but putting yourself in murder shoes. It was just a, it was a tough watch. Um, I did see it coming, you know, at a certain point, mm -hmm. but still mm -hmm. just the actual everything happening. Uh, it was really tough. And, of course, the acting was incredible once again between both of these uh both of these uh, men so just want to get in their props as well did you did you have some jazz on this thing at all i mean you. um yeah it was extremely heavy i guess i don't think i saw it actually coming i thought murder was going to try to stop him and take the gun from him mm -hmm. but um and then like when it actually happened i was just like oh shit like, i was just like damn because like you said chris like murder being there with him and seeing that happen like teak's blood was on him yeah so like it's just yeah that scene was heavy yeah yeah but shout out to john clarence stewart that's who played t 
Uh, he's a know, great actor. And let, you know, I can, I can, I'm, like, I'm speechless. Like, he was just like, I'm going from the dark to the light, you know. Um, you know, they, you know, we watching Atlanta season two, they gave um, Cat Williams got an Emmy for being an alligator man. It was a 37, a 30, a 30 second, 30 minute episode. So I'm hoping within this situation, he gets some kind of recognition because that, that was embodied and but a lot of black shows typically don't get that type of love but i'm hoping that that episode there alone that man that entire episode he he he, he, would, he would be deserving yeah i think Jason. oh go ahead, uh, no i was gonna say i think uh this was the episode because i wasn't watching it weekly with you guys and then i think once this episode aired that's me i was like yo this is heavy i feel like all right i gotta i gotta tune in i gotta see what's going on this was yeah. it yeah but uh jason the fact that you mentioned that teak's story was like based on a true story it reminded me of Atlanta the last uh season three of the little boy that was with the family and now mm-hmm. how that ended um except for in Atlanta they switched the ending to where the boy survived so you see how true events that's happening within our <clears throat> communities how they're being displayed in art because it's bringing more awareness so I think that's definitely important yeah um I mean, like I said, the best way best way we can say it, man, if like I said, if you you see in the darkness, because I know how we can get, I've been there. Um, man, just try to get the help. Try to seek help if you can. Uh, you know, within that situation, best you can. Um, but of course, at the end of this, you know, murder is shook up, and we finally get the the re the reun the reunite of Cliff um, and murder. Um, and he kind of tells him, you know, I'm not okay, which you know that's something I. So a new thing for me saying I'm not okay, just actually, you know, understanding it's okay to be not okay. Yeah. Um, and that was the conclusion of that one. Yeah, I like that little piece of dialogue too, because it's just that one line, but it just, uh, it shows so much, not only just, you know, as you said, Jason, that's something new for you. That's not really something that's like we're taught, like, you know, that just it's not being okay, especially black mm-hmm. men or men in general. But then even like Murder, like his persona, he's a big time rapper, like he's hard, you know, all this, his name is Murder. So like these type of things that, you know, we're seeing not only emotionally, but even sexual, you know, his sexuality and all this stuff. This is not something that you would expect, you know, from someone like mm-hmm. him. So just seeing all these things played out in the way that it's done, I thought it was really, really, um, really well done. It was, but uh, like I said, that was conclusion. Episode seven, Jackson. Um, we get a montage of grandmother. She's um, seeing her daughter, uh, which is Cliff's uh, mother. Um, the previous episode, uh, we find out that she gets COVID from Toy. Um it had been a, pre- a few episodes. I'm not sure really the time relevance within these actual episodes, but um, you know, like I said, she gets COVID. Um, eventually, um, she gets sent to the actual hospital, um, and we kind of see where this takes Cliff and Murder within this actual situation. Um, the biggest thing uh, within this actual episode, though, is uh, is Terrica. Uh, in the previous episode, uh, we find out that Tarek is pregnant. So she's kind of been dodging Mercedes, dodging Shell the entire time. Um, and it actually plays out. But it kind of plays out, Jazz, uh, within something that you kind of helped me out or talk about. talked about. Um, this episode came out around the same time as the Roe versus Wade um, ruling. <clears throat> so that was, um, I guess, uh, interesting. So what, what did you think um, of you know, Terica and Mercedes 
I think this entire scene was important because Mercedes' first instinct was you don't need to have this basically trying to make decisions for Terrica without including a Terrica, Terrica in hers. And you start to see her having flashbacks of when she was younger, when she got pregnant and how her mother reacted and treated her. Mm-hmm. So then you saw the abuse, verbal and physical abuse that uh, Mercedes dealt with when she was younger. Um, then as they, um, cause she put Terrica in the car, Terrica didn't even really know where they were going. And then they were like, we were just going to Jackson, you know, did the ultrasound, checked all of that. And so this was real heavy because Terrica's just like, oh, he said he loved me. He going to do this. And Mercedes is like, where he going to work at? He's 14 years old. So she's just thinking of like the fairy tale and not the real life things that come along with having a baby. And so Terrica, she's fighting with Mercedes, just lashing out and then... She's like, oh, maybe this can be your chance to where you can actually, you know, raise a baby and all that other stuff. And I was just like, Terrica, <laughs> what? Like 14? <laughs> yeah, like, Ter- yeah, she was out of control, to be honest. Terrica was kind of um, like, even when they was in that car ride, they was listening on the on the car ride up to Jackson. They listening to WAP on the radio and she just. You know, I'm not even tripping on her knowing the words, but like she like celebrate like she in a celebratory mood. Like like she just she screamed, she's screaming the song. She, you know, like just wow. She seemed real really excited more than a normal 14-year-old that's pregnant. Cause the fear would have been in my heart. But she was like, <laughs> Oh mom, can I go get some ice cream? All this other stuff. And I'm like, ah, my reaction would be a lot more. Yeah, but yeah, man. It was, yeah, like I said, with that, within that, it was just like, bro, what are you like? Why, like, you just super amped about a situation you have, but you have no, like, you don't know anything yeah. within this situation. Like, and this, and it just goes into like even with just knowing your own body, because you know, I jazz, but Mercedes was like, you know, how long, how far along are you? She didn't even know. Yeah, no, nothing. She just, you just like, it's just like you shouldn't be screwing if you don't know your own body how it works and what to get you in this situation yeah and that's a psa coming from the was it good though podcast there you go (laughs) (laughs) um in the situation with patrice uh because we see that we see flashbacks of patrice like say you know like i said she's one of my favorite i don't care but I will say her like the way she was when she was raising Mercedes um, as a kid is it was you see that contradiction within that with within that one minute she she tried she tells her to tr- she tries to pimp her daughter but then she gets mad when she sees cash right. and the condoms in the her purse and then she's beating her on the floor and I'm just like I didn't understand that but. <sighs> Yeah, that's one of Jason's favorites. So Jason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it was um, but it was like I said, she just wanted to make sure, you know, that she knew her options. Like she wasn't telling her she needed to have an abortion. Yes, that's her mother. She probably was more so suggesting, yes, you need to get an abortion. You're 14, you have a whole life. You're right. not ready for what what comes with this. Um and she kind of, you know, like I said, she allows her to choose what she wants to do. She, you know, um, but that was the the happiest 
ride to the abortion clinic. <laughs> I've never seen. <laughs> you know what, Jason? What episode? What 20, 24, Chris? That's where you're trying to get to. Yeah, Jason, to you get... gotta relax. <laughs> but um, I'm just that was Mercedes' face. I'm just something about Mercedes. Her face was amped, excited. But I think it's definitely important to see how you see Mercedes her reaction at the beginning of that situation and mm -hmm. then seeing it in the end. She left she left the decision to Terica. And so um I thought that was that was really important. Yeah, basically a decision she didn't have herself. So it was right. It was a nice um, you know, nice twist right there. Yeah. Um yeah that was that was that was actually pretty crazy. Uh, where her mom but I hear that often pretty much with like Christian women. Um they have this thing of, you know you, you, yeah, don't know abortion. You gotta raise it, but it's like a. I mean, it's I get I get that part, but there, there, there's a lot more that goes into it. But you would you would think that person would know. It's a lot that goes within that situation. But what you gonna say, Jazz? Next scene. It's <laughs> <laughs> like we're getting in the thick of the woods here. Let's bring, let's bring it back. <laughs> um. So, like I said, within this situation, um. We, we get, like I said, we, we have the, the, the situation. Uh, Teak has just passed away. Murder is now crashing at Cliff's house. You know, Cliff is trying to to help him as much as he can uh, within that, you know, within that actual scenario. So, you know, we have a lot of, like I said, it was a, 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 some stuff we were actually looking for uh, within this, well, I was looking for. Because like I said, the main thing of the last season was the relationship between Cliff and murder, but this season it hasn't really been that. It's been more so like per postcards. You can just see the love is is actually built. Like they say, they, what they say, Jack, what they say, Chris. The the absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like mm -hmm. so, you that that actually plays out. Uh, Jazz, don't, don't shrug your shoulders. Don't shrug your shoulders. You know what love is. Stop, <laughs> like, stop acting like that. <laughs> getting on there like, <laughs> like, like I ain't even say nothing. That's what's so crazy about it. So. It was an interesting scene. That was in the they were in uh, murder walking through the house. He heard some a thump. Um, he goes to Cliff's room to make sure he was okay. Um, and he, you know, he goes into it. He was like, uh, "Only the worthy can see it." He was like, "Hopefully, I'm worthy enough." He was like, huh, "You in here, ain't it?" So uh, he walking I around. I snapped my fingers when uh, Uncle Cliff said, "I said, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so. They they playing with a whole a lot of old Cliff's old clothes and messing with different things and it was just like yeah I need them to dress my boy better next, dress Clifford better next season man I I oh, you want to fill in the face? you don't like I don't like a, I don't like a single outfit that Cliff wore this season oh, except man. like that except that pink jumpsuit he had a pink jumpsuit on with a do rag that was about the best one um, <laughs> would you rock that that's something you want to wear. <laughs> No, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it looked good on Cliff. Like as oh, far okay. as when they come, it, that, that outfit looked good on Cliff. Um, and there was like a a, a a funny scene. He he called him. He called. He was they were going back and forth. He called him Cisco. Um, within that within that situation, and it kind of it plays back when uh like I said, I already spoke about you know Miss Ernestine getting taken to the actual hospital. So Cliff's in the shower. Um, he's crying in the shower. Um, I guess that's the best place to do it if people can't see it and you everything. Yes. And you don't really know that you're crying because your but face is wet anyway. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna call you out jazz, but I you know, I was like, I'm working on not calling you out on the pod, so I'm glad you told us. So you gonna act like you don't cry in the shower? 
No, well, I cry. I, I just you, I, yeah, you cry out loud. You I do. <laughs> Car movie theater. <laughs> Boo hoo crying like all the time. <laughs> Drive through. Okay. Hey, hey, look, look, man. I'm, 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 I'm an emotional human. I let these emotions out. I, it's, it's okay to let it out. Um, Cliff gets out the shower, but uh, little murder. He got his. He got he doing his little Cisco. He, he danced to the thong song. Uh, he got all Cliff just put on all the little Clippers, little bitty clothes. Uh, Chris, would would you like if your your woman was upset, you you dressing up in her clothes and giving her a little peep show? <laughs> yes or no? I would not answer that question on the podcast. Don't laugh, but I see that Nah, but I, I like that relationship. I think it was it was dope. <clears throat> Even where um the way murder was with uh, grandma, you know, just you know feeding her and making sure she good. I I, I really like that relationship. Yeah, um, yeah, murder seemed like a real like I said, he seemed like a real genuine dude. Uh, he's definitely trying to I ain't gonna say change himself, but he's trying to evolve in different situations. So there was a lot of conversation between him and Cliff within this episode was he's trying to figure out because he because he wants to he wants to be able to be out as himself without having to hide stuff, but he feel like the world won't allow him to be what he wants to be as well as be a rapper. Um, but, you know, in this moment here, it was about Cliff and how Cliff feels. And I do feel like to- uh, murder does have a little bit of a toxic streak, though, because whenever his his lovers are hurt, he, he drops dick. Like, like, that's like a horrible, a horrible thing to do. I Ain't feel that like. what a bunch of y'all do? Are you grouping? Are you grouping some people together, Jazz? I'm trying to. Who, who you no, I, I'm just. I'm just like y'all isn't y'all isn't people. No, I mean, I'm, no, nothing no. like that. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just making I mean, sure. To make well, sure. Doesn't that seem like a toxic individual's trait to drop <clears throat> the d groceries when you're sad? Is that not? I mean, I mean, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, Jazz. When you're sad, does 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 the pain <laughs> lift your spirits? I mean, uh, yeah. Hmm. Sounds like a stand-up guy to me. <laughs> Shout out to murder. <laughs> so, but in this situation, I, you know, murder switches. He 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 switches. Um, within this scene. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I don't. I you know I don't. I, so you want to give it to Jazz? Or are you Jazz, you want to you want to take sure, this thing? Sure. <laughs> During this scene, they do. Uh, turn on some Usher trading places and that's what they do. But then you have that quick where you been because you see Clifford going into his side, his uh desk, his drawer on the side of his bed and Murder's like, nah, we good. Cliff's like, you good, good? And Murder's like, yeah, it's just like, we, we seen what Murder was doing, but then we also seen what Cliff was doing earlier in the episodes. But, um, I'm curious if we're going to get a callback from that because I just, not that I'm trying to wish anything on any of the characters, but it definitely just seems like something that would stand out during that scene too, where you want to remember. Um, so they do they thing. I'm sure y'all don't want to dwell on that too much, but um, you know, Cliff wakes up, murders right there in his bed. They both looking happy and glowing. So <laughs> Why did I just remember the Photoshop Jazz did the scene? What? Wait, I did a what? Did a Photoshop of this. Oh, I 
I don't remember whose face I used. <laughs> it was our. Uh... <laughs> I Nelson. Um... Yeah, it was definitely Nelson. <laughs> I gotta find that. Yeah, please do. I'm not gonna post it. Though. I'm not gonna do it like that. I will. I will. Yeah, definitely. So you know, after they, you know, like I said, they they do this situation, and he asked to get filled up. This is murder being asked to be filled up um, from. Cliff. I wasn't even gonna drop that line. I, I wanted to, but I was just like, I am. So they have a, like I said, they have a, they glue, they have a, an actual conversation. <clears throat> um, and murder was interested into you know why Cliff allowed him back in the actual house, given the situation that happened in murder night, which is the end of last season. Um, and he said, you know, I just felt like you, um, you needed me, um, but I also needed you. So, you know, I feel like we needed each other within this situation. But again, this is like I said, super, super dope, but that's the, um, that's the ending of episode seven. Did y'all have anything that y'all wanted to touch on within there? Yeah, I like the uh, the dynamic between Autumn and Keyshawn. Uh, we saw yeah. them in the in the uh, mm-hmm. grocery store, and you know, even with Autumn's whole storyline, with you know, regarding like behind the pink and all that situation, I'm like that reminds me of, like Hopper's storyline from uh, Stranger Things. I'm just ready for it to get over with. But this piece, I'm, I am, I know it's going to tie together eventually, but I'm just like, all right, can we can we skip through this? But her and Keyshawn's dynamic, I really like that because she's legitimately trying to help her, and I think uh, having Autumn there gave her, you know who also escaped, um, uh, you know, a, a, a violent situation herself. Um, I think that really gave Keyshawn a little bit more, um, some more courage to, you know, try to go forward with this and what she may not have had before. Yeah, that's true. Well, then, you know, like, they, these, little, these little stories they be telling, man, they be killing me. They be so, killing me. It, that scene was funny because when I was first watching it, I was just like, oh, Autumn, this story... It's like, damn, okay. Like, that's, <laughs> you was invested, right? <laughs> I was. But then I saw Keyshawn's reaction. She said, Autumn, what the hell are you talking about? And I said, So wait, Keyshawn didn't get the joke, get the story, but I did. But then I was just like, Am I looking too deep into the story? But I was just like, Keyshawn probably just wasn't looking further enough. But yeah. Yeah, nah, it was uh... a. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know what like, I don't know. I get the story, but it's just like, I, like just tell the girl. But I guess you, you know, Derek listening through the wall, you know, that he's in control. <laughs> Ain't no telling with Derek. You got to be able to talk over. She talking um, in code. She just like there was this girl, um, Savage, Keyshawn, like she breaker of chains, Haley, Autumn, <laughs> Winter. She's basically telling Keyshawn her entire story, but talking about herself in the third person mm-hmm. and it's just like we should have got a table and had this conversation over lunch because Derek won the line Derek won letting it ride yeah I have a question but you think uh Autumn and Keyshawn was he's helping her you think she had like an extra motive in trying to help Keyshawn no I think okay. the reason why she was able to connect with Keyshawn so much is because she saw a bit of herself in Keyshawn right mm-hmm. And so when you know, when you've been in that situation, well, excuse me, I would think if you've been in that situation, you see someone else in there, you're going to want to help them. It's just like a, like an automatic reaction. And so she was just like, you can follow the same steps that I did and be able to get out. Because gotcha. I guess making it seem like Derek killed himself is too much work. So she just got to. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, Jazz, do you have, you know what? I'm not going to exit on the pod. We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Save our co-hosts. <laughs> like, shit, does Jazz got, got no. plans out here? Like, nah. what's going on? Nah, what? I'm, look, <laughs> I'm on the Holy Ones, even though Jason was on some wild stuff on the last episode. So. Hey. No, we not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go back uh, to demon time. We- <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Uh, so we get in that. We get episode eight. Uh, the death drop. We open up on Mercedes. She's in the pink. Um, <clears throat> the pole is kicking her ass. Um, she still can't get the. She still can't get the her pole routine back down. Um, that shoulder still killing her. Um, she's doing the best she can. She has a. Um, you know, she has a talk with Cliff, and he was um, telling her, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen you get conquered. Um, by the pole and then you know it you know it goes into Mercedes just more so like her you know he says it's her mental um, but then that situation just everything that's going on and since she fell but I, I mean I get that you know coming back from yeah. off an injury just a basic injury shit you see athletes say it all the time a lot of them never return to form after they get hurt um, doing something that they love that's the that's the crazy part and that's the scary part because after you do that what do you have right. and you know the last thing that Mercedes had her mom took it so Mercedes just going through a lot of different, you know, different things that she was getting close with coach. Um, and he actually, he was going to give her the money, but she said, fuck it. And she did like, she didn't even take the money. Like she didn't take the 40. Um, she just left it. <clears throat> I would have took it. Personally. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. I, yeah I ain't, ain't no way in hell. Uh, but she goes home. <clears throat> Um, and, and Maine's back. Maine's out of jail. Um, and Mercedes, <laughs> Mercedes is out here running with her dog, Black and Mild. Like, who names a dog Black and Mild? <laughs> <laughs> the, the good people of Chuck Elisa. That's it. <laughs> yeah, as we think about this situation between Mercedes and Maine. Maine, look. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said his name, she lit up. <laughs> she said, <laughs> Look, whew, I was glad they brought him back. I mean, you see, you you get the energy that they both have for each other, and it's just like Mercedes. Yeah, that's what you need to be focused on. But Maine just got out of jail, so Maine probably ain't got no income coming in. So it's like ah, <laughs> that situation you had with Coach was definitely more financial, uh, a better financial situation. But um, because they're doing a little flirting, and then he's just like they're gonna have a block party for him that night. So he just flirting with Mercedes and I'm just like Mercedes that's when you gotta jump on board sis and give them that experience but um just seeing VIP experience yep they ain't gotta go to the club he lives across the street from her (laughs) he's not even far (laughs) (laughs) bruh not at all no one has to catch an Uber (laughs) just walk across the street but um yeah, the tension between them, uh, it's like fireworks. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, I'm trying to see how I want to go about this, but I'm going I'm to start with Cliff. That's what I'm going to start at. So we start with Cliff and Murder at the house. Uh, Cliff is a, a, a fucking barber now. I don't, but he cuts a fire. He gives him a fire haircut. Yeah, that's um, surprising too. Yeah, he, he cuts his hair um, and they, they have the, the conversation again about the sex partners. Hopefully this doesn't, I, ho- I hope it doesn't come back, Jazz, like it's right. a, you know, a situation, but they do have a situation like, where you been, nigga? Where you been? I know where I've been. I'm good. I'm covered. Are you? Um, within that, which we know, like I said, murder situations, he was covered. You know, he like, he, 
you know, he did that. Oh, yeah, we did see with, Tink put in his with, mouth. Yeah. With his mouth. I ain't never seen that before, but I ain't, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as they actually were talking, like he said, he said, you know, basically tells murder, like, you have too many secrets and I'm not going to be one of your secrets. Um, I feel like I, he said, I'm, I'm Uncle Clifford. I know what my son is. I shine, I can shine. You afraid of that shine right now. So like, just leave me alone if that's what you're going to do. Um, and Cliff, you know, heads over to, to the club. Uh, Cliff and Autumn, they're trying to get the club prepared for the grand re, 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 re open <laughs> uh, again. So they, they letting the girls work. Uh, they got Mercedes, she still can't get it down. Mercedes still fucking up. Shoulder still messed up. You know, Roulette, Whisper, they killing it. But then, you know, Roulette, she she hot at the mouth. She popping off. She popping off. She going out. She going back and forth uh, with Mercedes. And that's when Autumn was like, you know, at this point, we got to, you know, we got to bring Keyshawn back into the fold, uh, which kind of plays out within that, that conversation between Keyshawn and Autumn, uh, where there was, they put the plan together. They basically... She's now ready to leave. She she looks up the information that uh, the breaker of chains gives her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lakeisha, Lakeisha, Lakeisha Haley Knight, Adam, Autumn Savage. I, I think her daughter's name's Autumn for real. So I don't like it's, it's so conf- so confusing. Uh, she she's helping her finally get the escape and she tells her, you know, I'm going to get you back in the club. We're going to be the headline. You're going to bring all the people. We're going to raise the price at the door and we're going to give you everything off the door. And she brings it back in and Cliff is pissed. Like, bro, this bitch is the reason we had to shut down as long as we did because the club was shot up and then the pandemic happened. I just been hurt ever since this bitch night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, did, how would y'all feel in that situation? If you was Cliff. I feel like she ruined everything. So, technically, Keyshawn didn't ruin anything. She just, she fucked up, but she basically just held the gun up to Diamond. She wasn't shooting up the club. Like, I think a fight broke out for murder night, which is why the, um, and then, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. hold on, Derek and Diamond got to a fight. Mm-hmm. And then you had Mercedes, Autumn, Breaker of Change, Savage. But that, yeah. but but that was, before, that was after, um, after Derek and Derek. Uh, Derek and Diamond was fighting over the gun. They shot the club. They shot the club up. So okay, how was that even Keyshawn's fault? Keyshawn was yeah. just she. Keyshawn, my sister Keyshawn is innocent. Y'all not gonna blame him. No, you're not. We going back no, to you're not. Jazz, Jazz, you're not about to defend that. You're not about to defend that. She hit him with the, my sister Keyshawn. <laughs> but Jason, Keyshawn messed up for for uh, pulling a gun out of Diamond. Yes. But technically, by the time she did that, the club had already been shot up. So you can't blame Keyshawn for shooting up the club. If you're gonna blame Keyshawn, you gotta blame Diamond. I'm I mean, Diamond, Diamond. I mean, he Diamond got put out the club. He couldn't come back. You know, he left at that point. Did he? Did they just fire him, or did he leave on his own? We, we don't know that. We don't. Him. I think I think he left on his own, but they don't really yeah. explain that piece. Because you know, Cliff Cliff gonna give him a sec. He gonna give Diamond That's what I'm a second, like, third, or fourth, twenty, twenty six times. You don't in that fire situation. nobody that look like Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> what? Even if he the mascot of your business, he need to be on your payroll. But yeah, it's not Keyshawn's fault. So I, I, I'll give you that. 
I'll give you that. Not about to, not in front of me. I'm gonna defend my black sisters. <laughs> so this pisses Cliff off. Uh, Cliff goes outside. He goes in the car, and I have a lot of moments like this myself. I just go in the car and just scream because it's it's controlled. It's a break from everybody, and it's just your own space. You can just do it. Uh, and then you know, you know, he sees his mother uh, in the back in the mirror, and it kind of it gives him a plan. What you got, Jazz? I was going to say, and I was going to ask y'all because P-Valley did that a few times this season to where you saw different images, whether it's in a mirror or in like uh, the living room. But how did this make y'all feel? Because I want to reference Scream 5 that did that. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's what I think he was going for Billy. And they did a (laughs) terrible job (laughs) with Scream 5. But I love how P-Valley did it and how they incorporated it and it didn't feel forced. It felt I, I agree, Jess. So yeah, I agree. It felt, it felt that I, you know, I'm the diamond shit didn't, but I'm just that's just me. But the the her, my, the mom coming back to speak to Clifford, that's I mean that felt super genuine to me. Yeah, that that felt so perfectly done. And then I'm looking at Scream Five or remembering Scream Five, and I'm like, here go Billy in the same shirt that he got killed in. Like, what what are you doing? But so, I guess it I guess in that situation too, just you know, uh, keeping it with Scream Five just for a minute. That bitch didn't know him. Which she didn't know Billy. Worse. She didn't know Billy. Like, not a day of knowing Billy at all. I mean, he's popping up in your mirrors. Say hello. Say good morning. <laughs> <laughs> if you know that's your dead daddy, like, if he pop up on you all the time, don't You know say what, that. Jazz? Jazz, you know what? If Billy would have popped up on Sydney, I would have been, I probably would have been, I would have probably felt better with it. But if, because it was her and she didn't know him, I'm what? not okay with it. Well, she why, would you, why would you? We're not doing this. We're not doing this. But so let's rip. <laughs> let's re, 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 reel it back in. <laughs> we, we, we had discussed this after. We had discussed this after. So Cliff, because his mom speaks to him, Cliff goes out to Corbin. Um, he, he leaves up with Corbin out in the field. And, you know, Corbin pretty much says, You ain't never had it bad to somebody like me. And he's like, Brother. I'm a black gay man moving, you know, uh, black gay man who I guess he uh, classifies himself as a woman. So he's like, what? Like, you don't get to speak about that half, nigga. Like, that was like um, a good situation. But he kind of pretty much in that situation, he tells him, <clears throat> you know, the way to take care of this situation is you need to pay Patrice, pay Patrice off. And that'll clear Patrice out your, you know, that'll get, that get Patrice out of the actual running and that gets you what you're actually looking for um, with Andre. Uh, let me see. And uh, within that, you know, Cliff, he go, he finally goes back to visit his mom uh, at her actual grave site. And, you know, he said he, and I feel this was like a super sentimental moment as well, because it's, I get that, like when you, you feel like everything is just failing at the actual moment, and if that's who you who you reaching out or seeking to, or who you speak to, because he said he he was supposed. I think he said he goes like he used to go every week or something like that whenever he goes to visit. Um, but he said he was just scared to go back and tell her that he's failing, and he didn't want to be able to to come back to her. Uh, and you know, say did y'all have anything within this situation? Well, with Cliff speaking with his mom. No, not me. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but then, like I said, we split it over. We got murder. Uh, murder went to go visit Teep's body. Uh, you know, we got Wody. Him and Wody are having a conversation there, <clears throat> uh, which, you know, he was like, don't you get tired of just working around all these dead bodies, bro? He was like, you know, now when you get to know death 
uh, intimately, and you said that you and you say you think you got, which you kind of that that kind of inevitably plays out at the end of the episode. He's like, you know, he said we all got God in us, nigga, and we all got some devil too. I really appreciate his character. I and don't Chris, think I well, and Chris didn't like him. At first, I, I didn't like him. <laughs> I just didn't pay his character much attention. Mm-hmm. But this season truly made me appreciate him because he was telling murder off gate how who Roman was. He was mm-hmm. like he was a schemer, like he was a rapist, like all of that. He was like I I took care of that, and I'm just he's like he's murder's guardian angel for real. Yeah, I can see because that. he don't sit up here and judge murder, tell murder what he need to do. He just like just don't mess up the money, and he's looking out for him and Keyshawn. So I'm just like yeah. Wody is definitely MVP. Well, he's in the top three MVP. Easily. For sure. So Easily. that was that was my rap, Jason. If you didn't catch it, <laughs> <laughs> just to play the episode. That was she my just rap. had to get it in a little in a little bit. And he, you know, he kinda he was like, he kinda went to him. He was like, You didn't, you know, um, you didn't tell me about the tape. Uh, which is alluding to the tape that Rome had about, you know, a little murder. He kind of tells us, you know, the situation when he was 15. He had to do what he had to do to, you know, to feed his family, feed his mom, to make sure they had a place to stay. Uh, so I guess he was soliciting himself um, for six. And somebody recorded it and put it out. Because I guess, he, you know, murder, murder is pretty young, because I guess rel- relative to Cliff, because Cliff is 40, and they always call him like a little boy, you know, within that situation. They don't really say how old he is, but he's he's relatively young compared to him, but they always call him his son. Yeah. Um, Whenever they, whenever they come around, um, yeah, I, they, I can see that too with his relationship with uh, Mercedes, the way that dynamic is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, true. But then see, Mercedes thirty. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, I murdered. Hey. Um. So they, you know, they go to the funeral. They they lay teeth down. You know, he gave he wrote him one more letter. You know, for him to um to for their light when he goes down into their dark, um, uh, which was you know super dope, sentimental. But then he goes outside and uh, Pico. On online claiming he done killed killed the man, like on some you know clout shit, some super clout shit. That seems yeah. crazy to me because I'm just like, so you didn't kill him, but the cops could easily like you confess it to a murder. But granted, it's Mississippi, so they don't care. <laughs> but I'm just like, why would you even try to confess to a murder? Like, but then again, people do all kind of things uh, for clout. That wasn't the crazy thing he did. This man was talking about he killed somebody. And he was at the grocery store just kicking it, just by himself, solo, dolo, like it was just right. So he just like, lying about it, just like like shit. Just walk out the store. Uh, murder pulls up on him though. Murder pulls up on him, and he was you know basically confronting him about the situation. He was like, you don't know what it feel like to have that person blood on your on your body, watching this person uh, have a hard time trying to figure out how they gonna breathe to you know fighting to, to breathe. Within that situation, and he, you know, he try to try to please. I got two kids. I got one on the way. I'll be sure to tell Tyson. You, I'll be sure to tell Tyson what's up. And he, you know, kill. He kills murder. I mean, he this, kills Pico. This was a terrible scene. Because <laughs> he was. <laughs> I know this my dad's gonna say that. Too. This scene was completely awful. I, God, I'm just like y'all did way too much or had way too much fun shooting this scene. Because I'm sitting here thinking, like, you are so close to him. Y'all are, like, not even six feet apart, and you just load him up. All his blood is on you. You don't even need to be that close. 
Like, I I hated this death scene. And, and y'all he, know I love death scenes, but I hated this death scene. <laughs> and then the gun, the gun he used too. It's just like, why do you like why is that necessary? He's <laughs> like right there. He could have, he could have, he could have, you know, just put him, hit him, hit him in the head one time, you know, with the with the blicky, but I guess he wanted the the the, the oozy to go ahead get him out of here yeah it was that was a, that was crazy but i mean you kind of see it play out when he in the studio because he still got the blood on himself as he's making this song sure the artistic <laughs> approach i guess they was going I, I'm, I, I didn't agree i don't agree i i mean i agree with you jazz i don't agree with the them filming that piece it just, it, it was it, it felt very extra type situation it could have been it could it could have played out a lot better I mean, it could have easily been a scene to where he had a handgun exactly, and he shot him and then instead of the camera being on what's the dude that got killed, Jason? Pico. Instead of it being on Pico, you just got on murder and you're getting a, like a medium shot of his reaction killing Pico. That could have been the scene. Now, I'm not saying I'd just be doing storyboards and all that, but if y'all need anybody for um, <laughs> 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 Me, jazz and it's just for murder. Look at Jazz, bro. Look, look at look at her her mind. No, work. I'm just saying it's just like just that would have been a dope shot. Like you didn't need to see all that violence. Like, yeah, I think that was probably think, the most unrealistic scene of the, of the season. Exactly. I, I, feel, yeah. I feel like they did it that way just to just to show how crazy it can actually get. I love like the music and the montage was cool, but the actual murder was actually kind of crazy. How they dropped the music out and brought it back. That was, but yeah, it was yeah that was that was kind of wild. Um, <laughs> did y'all have anything within this uh episode yeah i, I feel like you missed the biggest one with roulette and whisper uh within this one you're right that we got so uh we could talk about when um they put in you know roulette the relationship between roulette and duffy and you know it kind of plays out more within here you can yeah. take that one chris this, this is also the um is this the episode when they went to the hotel room with the guy yeah, but Jazz, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like Jazz liked Terrence a little bit. Nah, definitely. didn't. Oh, I didn't think so. So <laughs> she said something that like she was like, "Yeah, I ain't gonna show his whole body like that." But yeah, I mean, they <laughs> <laughs> just said, "Well, <laughs> that, that don't mean I liked them, but they did give the lady something to check out." So yeah. But anyway, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> no. Uh, so we see the scene. Roulette is, you know, she's she's doing more than stripping uh, to get money in the club. And uh, one of her previous um, clients was this guy right here. What's his name, Jason? Terrence. Terrence. Um, so he pulls up and he, you know, he wants whisper. And, um, you know, I thought this was, I, you could sense the, the danger, you know, at this point, of course, whisper can as well. And then everything going on, uh, how everything played out. This really showed Roulette's character for me. And she's like, I, like looking at this, I thought she was going to be like, um, as the season progressed, I thought she was going to have a bigger role as far as something really bad happening at the pink. Maybe they're saving it for, you know, the future. But um, I think, you know, this wasn't her first uh, go around at all. And I don't think the other dudes were as fortunate as Terrence to get out because she was just like, like she just humiliated this man, honestly, which, I, you know, it was justified. He, did, but he it deserved just, it. Yeah, it was definitely justified. But I was just kind of like, yikes. And then even her playing, like, we see why her name is Roulette. Like, the whole, I'm just like, bro. My mind never registered un until, well, I, mean, I guess nobody probably would have until yeah. she put the gun up to her head. You know, that's, like, her favorite game to play. I'm like, oh, shit, now I get, you know. I thought Roulette was, like, I don't know where I thought Roulette came from until it was 
the game of Russian roulette. So don't say everybody then, because I damn sure knew exactly what her name meant the entire time. Like, oh, oh, really? I, mean, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know she was. I didn't know she was wilding like that. <clears throat> you didn't. Oh, so y'all didn't understand like how why her name was Russian roulette? You didn't connect the game. I don't. I don't know if she ever said Russian. I thought it had. I never heard well, Russian like, way she. Well, like roulette, like. Uh, I normally when I th- no, normally when I think of roulette, I think of the movie uh one eight seven with Samuel L. Jackson. They were playing Russian roulette at the end of the game because they would load the gun with just one bullet, and so mm-hmm. you just keep playing until somebody dies. But Rihanna also has a song called Russian Roulette that explains the game as well. So I guess no, I mean I know I know what, I know yeah. what Russian roulette is. I mean I've I've watched TV shows like I was watching it was like. I feel like it was Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, don't, 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 don't question <laughs> Wait. it. Don't question it. Don't question it. Don't question it. But did you watch Knight Rider as well? A little bit. Not really. Why you? I used to watch. I used to watch Cordell Walker, and there was an episode where like this guy he was trying to help this this thug, and he was like his dad went out and his dad went out like in a a gang shooting, but it turns out his dad his dad lost a game of Russian roulette. So that's. I mean, I know what it is. Look oh, what Jason. Okay. Look what Jason be watching. Oh, <laughs> he used to watch Nash. I grew up in my I grew I grew up in my grandmother's house, man. I can't help it. It makes sense why Bruce Wayne is his favorite hero. Yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Okay, so now y'all know why her name is Roulette. Yeah. And then also, uh, if you think about the interaction between her and Mercedes in earlier episodes, she was like, "Oh, I'll get you in a game of roulette." And Mercedes was like, "Oh, folks, ask people around here. I love a game of roulette." So that didn't. Yeah, that did that. Really Mercedes, off. Mercedes got to relax. Yeah, with, that, with that, with that, with that, dumb ass. That, 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 ain't, that ain't the game I'm trying to play. Like, what the fuck? What? Like, show's already messed up. You ain't trying to <laughs> like relax. Chris, Chris is like, don't go from t- messed up shoulder to a bullet in your head. Exactly. That's not good, man. It's not a yeah, nah, nah. Um, and they, you know, they they run out. They they basically they they make Terrence suck a gun. Um, and they strip him of his clothes. They take his car and they you know link up with Duffy. Uh, she links up with Duffy again. And uh, you know Duffy kind of he kind of questioned her, but Duffy really don't care. He just really into her, uh, for whatever reason. He you know he's showing interest um, in her. And like I said, I feel like it kind of plays back in that previous situation. Like uh, you know, Chris, you were mentioning it when they were in the the club, and you know everybody was giving Whisper um, the actual eyes, and she kind of dips out. She you know goes outside and she's kicking it with kicking it with Duffy, and they just talking. She was like, look white, look white, look white nigga, I like you. But I'm a hoe, like shit. I'm a hoe too. <laughs> and they, you know, they share their first kiss, and that was, that's 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 called romance right there. That's actually romance. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I don't think so. No, no. Hey, no? You like it? I love it, brother. <laughs> 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 nah, but also um, we had the scene with uh, Mercedes and Maine in this episode too. Um, Jazz had mentioned that part as well. Yeah. Which tomorrow when she was, when they was about to. So basically, she she told him that's what she he wasn't what she was looking for. Basically, what he could provide. Oh yeah, well, he, the second scene that they were together. Right, yeah, at the, yeah, right at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't agree with her decision at all. <laughs> I would have been like Mercedes, because <laughs> she had she had mentioned like as soon as he get out of jail, she gonna jump on him anyway. So I was just like rooting for her, but. She met fair after that. I think I, I, that fair situation got her mm-hmm. mind twisted a little bit. And I think I, I think the, it could have been power, too like huh? the power the power of the P. 
<laughs> there you go. But uh, even fair with her paintings and stuff, like her passion, you know, we know what Mercedes really wants to do. So I think that played a part as well. She doesn't want to be stuck in that same, you know, type, um, let's say like same type of situation. Maybe she saw that dealing with Maine. She wants to go on, you know, with her dance studio and all that. So I figured that may have been a... So she just like, Maine, I can't deal with your just no more. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. the ladder. Yeah, I mean, she may not want to be in that, you know. I mean, he did, um, I think their interaction was dope because he asked her, like, are you good? Yeah. Maine already knew something was up with mm -hmm. Mercedes and she was just like, will the nightmare stop? And he just told her, it was like, no. And she just like, how do you even continue to live on? And he was just like, you got to make a difference in somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here, sis, he said all that to you and you still said no? <laughs> Jesse, couldn't be me. Hey. <laughs> That's a stronger uh, woman than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we go into uh, to episode nine, Snow. Um, within this one, you know, in the previous few episodes, we haven't really talked about Andre, but a lot of been a lot has been going on with him. But I haven't really cared about it. But uh, we going but we gonna catch, but we gonna, but we gonna catch you up because this one opens up with Andre. Um, Andre is Andre seems <laughs> to be dropping in the polls. Um, he 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 went out. He had this speech at the Black Tie event. He talks about his mother uh, passing, his dad passing, but it turns out to be a lie. Some uh, somebody we know is Kyle Corbin. Basically, Kyle Corbin is leaking information. He pretty much puts out there that uh, Andre Dad is alive. He's in jail. Um, he's going for um, going to jail for life uh, for murder. Um, but then we have a situation where they he puts out Patrice information, talks about how she was she's be she'd be fighting, she's fighting her daughter, she's fighting the street, she was a prostitute. But uh unlike everybody else, she kinda owns up to her her messiness. Um in that situation she says she I hold so you could fly. You know, within that within that situation. How can you not love her? That's a bar though. That's a bar. <laughs> it is. It's a wild bar, but I'm like yeah. um you know, within that, you know, Haley's still trying to cut her side deal. She uh, meets up with Georgie, tries, you know, uh, Georgie's still leaving it out there. Hey, I got this five million. But then she said, you don't know, but your 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 deal is trickling. So you need to take this or else, you know, but Haley, you know, she's still okay. still kind of uh, kind of cocky within that situation. Like yeah. kind of like what you said, Jazz. But um, she did have a good idea um, for she had a good idea for Andre. Um, but like I said, at this point, you know, they still don't know what they're going to do, but they're trying to get rid of Patrice. And uh, Corbin tries to bribe Patrice. Um, on her live, she gives her 10000 but then he gives her some more money uh, <clears throat> just in, in person to actually meet her to, to drop out to the race, which I thought, you know, she was going to drop out. This this isn't going to be a thing. Um, but for Autumn, her situation with, with uh, Andre is they basically used the pink to push his campaign. Pink was a staple in Chuck Elisa, so they want to use the strip. But I, which, if y'all seen your mayor, I probably would vote for him. But that's pretty cool to me. What y'all? How, <laughs> how would y'all? No, that is not getting my vote. Like not I no M I. Quick letter, quick letter I. Quick letter, quick letter I. Hump back, hump back I. Mississippi. I'm pride, still pride. not voting for <laughs> you. No. Like that that entire scene blew me away because I legit was just like, this is not a real ad commercial. Yeah, like there's jazz. no way Andre did this. Yes, it it but art imitated life with it, light imitate art. You remember the the, the lady? Previously she was twerking. 
So in her campaign. Yes, and I, I feel like it was another. <laughs> it, was, it was something else that they was trying to push for the. Uh, they was targeting. Was it the vaccine or something? That's mad disrespectful. It was something did, else they did. I, I think I did see one with the vaccine, and I'm yeah. just sitting here. Mm-hmm. We're like the past two to three years, we've been living in a twilight zone mixed with black mirror. <laughs> you see, they nothing, haven't dropped black mirror. <laughs> we've been living it. Like, it. Not, nothing is real anymore. So when yeah. I like when I saw that politician, that I was just like, why is this twerking? But she's just like, I need to get people's attention. So this is how, what gets people's attention is twerking. I'm just like, I get your methods, but <laughs> still not both. <laughs> yeah, but um. This this entire opening scene, I was just like, so he about to get votes because he got strippers shaking their ass and everything in the videos, throwing money. And I'm just like, Andre, Andre, Andre. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't have any words. I was just like, what? Chris, what was you thinking? Chris probably was looking for his wallet. Like, oh, let me throw some money at you. <laughs> <laughs> he gets my votes. Wait, wait, where can I sign up? Early voting? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you vote twice. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> trying to get that man locked up. <laughs> nah, but, but yeah. Yeah, but this, in that, you know, within that, but, you know, as he, as they're going through the polls, uh, Going to the polls. <laughs> a I mean, poll come, a poll pulls up, right? Patrice on the poll. Double entendre. That was on the hilarious. poll at the poll. So she, yeah, she pulls up. I cannot. Oh my god, there's a there is a funnier clip of um, Harriet Defoy. That's who plays um, Miss Patrice. There's a funny scene. I cannot find it for the life of me, but she's it's, talking to Clifford. It's on their TikTok. Did you not check their TikTok? I didn't see it. I looked. I got. I'm gonna I'm I'm look again, but basically, this man doing Jesus. everything on TikTok. But look at what I Hey man, I'm trying to check and be anyway, man. But look, look, look. So <laughs> they on they. You know, she she before the season, she wanted to she wanted to get on the pole, and I'm glad they incorporated her being able to get on the pole. And she basically, she said, she I can't I I don't have to get the strippers, but I can do what the strippers do as best as I can to get to to be able to get out to the people. And she basically poured the money back out to the people. She got all the money that Corbin gave, she's put it back out to the people and she continued to stick out uh in a race. Which I which I have done that. Uh what like gave folks my money, money or to tried to go get some money that uh, was in the air. <laughs> if you was if you was Patrice, would you have dropped out the race after they gave you that money? Um you go ahead, Chris. No. Oh, wait, you just wouldn't have dropped out or you don't want to go first? No, I wouldn't have dropped out. Because <laughs> I think oh. long term, you got power, the money going to come. So I'm just thinking long term in that situation. Right. Um, I don't know. How much did they give her? It was 10K? See, they gave her 10K in the live, but he gave her a lot more in person. So he gave her whatever that well, he didn't, it didn't, they didn't. They didn't specify what he actually gave her in person. Um, but it was it was a he said it's gonna be more from it if you go ahead and drop out of it though. Right. I guess it just depends on what my intentions are. If I'm just trying to use my uh influence to like actually help the people of the city, then I wouldn't have dropped out. But if I'm just like, let me piss some people off and just say I'm a run, just so less they get less votes, then I would have definitely taken that money. Pay some loans off. 
Buy some land. Jazz, jazz loves the loans, bro. She's been no. talking about loans since episode two. I got student loans, Jason. They're not going nowhere, bro. They just need <laughs> <for> life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said since that episode I don't two. Look, Jason, those loans are around before this pod even existed. <laughs> like, what? Nah, like, but shout out to Joe for that extra 10K. That's, that's <laughs> but, um, so. Uh, after this, we got the you know the situation, uh, well, conversation between Cliff and Murder. Um, Cliff and Murder are actually talking. Uh, they doing more than that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna run back through the, you know, they kind of, they kind of, yeah, you know. Was this the episode where Murder made um, Cliff breakfast? This is exactly yeah. that scene. Yeah, he made his grits with he said sugar, butter. sugar, sh- butter and sugar. That's the be- wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. There's no, there's no food. food yeah, I'm, not, I'm not putting no sugar in my grits. What do you? What do you? You so you when, when you was eating grits the other day, you just ate them, just gritty. No, bro. <laughs> my grits just gritty. <laughs> like he, Jason, think I got a peasant tongue? I do not. You do if you don't eat it with sugar and butter. No. First off, sugar and grits. No, I use butter, salt, pepper. Let me get some bacon bits in there. Let me get some eggs and some cheese. No, oh, I be having my grits looking sexy. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they can't. They can't. That, that ain't sexy. I'm it gonna is. tell you now. It's not. We not. No. 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 If it ain't the only way I eat grits, but I told you I only eat grits with with shrimp. Like if it's shrimp and grits, I deal with it. But outside of that, now nah, I'm good on it. So the fact that you even limit yourself when it comes to grits, how you gonna tell me how to eat grits? Because I tried that and it's disgusting, Jazz. You probably tried it from Arkansas or wherever the hell you from, which is not real, but, but real season. What you what do you mean but, it ain't real? What you mean it can't what you mean it ain't, you think these niggas can't cook down here? I don't know what they can do. But if we got any Arkansas listeners, no disrespect to you. This is just within my trash talking of Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. So they um so it, you know it's an up and down conversation. Um, Cliff, not Cliff, but Murder is still contemplating if he should take the tour with Tina Snow. Um, he's more so like, you know, I, maybe I should stay here, you know, uh, within that. But Cliff, um, it kind of it, it's explained more so like in the next episode. But uh, Cliff's more so like, you know, you need to get hit that road. There's nothing here for you. You need to go ahead and you know do all that. Um, you know, grandmother's about to pass. You know, she's likely to pass. I'm, I'm, I need to be accept being alone anyway. There's no, there's no, you know, within that. Um, and it kind of, it pisses murder off. Um, I mean, I think it would piss anybody off because realistically, if you look at that entire conversation, Cliff is self-sabotaging yeah, himself. He's pushing him away. That is completely all that is. And he's scared of murder leaving. The fact that you already got your grandmother killed off and she's still in the hospital, still alive. Her chances might be low, but there's still a chance. So it's just like Cliff is automatically going to the negative and not thinking of opportunities that could be positive, that you and Murder could actually have something and that your grandmother will come home. So it's just, that's that was like complete self-sabotage the entire time. Yeah. Was that like a situation he chooses between his career and love? That is exactly what that is. For Murder it is, for Murder it is. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah for Murder. For murder. Um, and then we kind of go when we go back into the club. We go back to the club because we. Chris, you got ready. a question? Oh, uh, sure. I was I was going to ask you. <laughs> I mean, Jason, quick <laughs> to go back to the club. <laughs> oh, because we haven't, because we haven't, you know, like that. Like, let, I let mean, me, that's 
Am I bad, bro? Am I bad, bro? Right. You got it, Chris. You want to ask a question? That's where I was going with it. Like, in that situation, like, career love, what y'all doing? I'm choosing career. Okay. I'm choosing career. I don't know why I couldn't have both, but I'm definitely choosing career. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Especially with, like, this ain't just, like, a nine to five. This is, like, something that could really, you know, catapult them. So, What you choosing, Chris? In this situation, definitely career. But I'm with Jason. Like, ideally, why can you have both? But realistically, we know that's not always the case. So, and I guess it's a, it's like a different situation because I mean you you see you know uh, well you don't really hear too many too often where rappers have like their significant other with them when they're doing all these tours and you know my you know Cliff um, kind of he kind of Jay because he you know you got there with Miss Tina Snow um, and you're doing X Y Z so you know he's looking at it uh, well she's looking at it in that scenario but it's not you know it's not that <laughs> thing at all. Yeah, he looking yeah. like he can't compete with Tina Snow. Is that what he thinking? Yeah, I mean that it, it, that's what it, that's what it kind of seems like within yeah. that situation. But nah, man, it wasn't it wasn't like that. Cliff Cliff kind of he he kind of not Cliff, but Murder kind of showed his cards. Like this is what I want, you, you know. You are what I want. You kind of you know kind of push you know kind of pushing me um, in a different direction. Um, but yeah, now we we go to the we go to the club now, Chris. We, we did. Uh, <laughs> you can go to the club. <laughs> Uh, so we go into the club. Um, Keyshawn and Haley, they're talking. Uh, she pretty much trying to see what. Well, she's just trying to doing a rundown between them, letting her know her actual secret, not her secret, but letting her know what's going on, what she gonna do. And she kind of tells that you know the babies are with her stepmom, which this bitch was a bitch a few episodes ago. So yeah, I just knew that situation wasn't gonna play out. wasn't gonna play out well when it actually came back up. Um, you know, then she runs into Diamond. We finally get to see Keyshawn and Diamond. They haven't seen each other. Well, they seen each other at the beginning of the episode, at the beginning of the season. And he was just like, "Get the, you know, get out of my face, get the fuck from around here." He had uh, that same energy this time, though. <laughs> nah, he didn't. Because you know, he, you know, he, he been stuck. He did. He's been, He's been thinking about it when he was big, bro. So, man, right. you know, that's love. Uh, and then she, you know, she and she now she done picked up her story, Jazz. She got her story. The, the big, wait, the big... Jason, wait, wait. Chris, why is that love? <laughs> Jason, I need you to pay attention. Okay, you... Jason came up. I was like, hey. Was like, Jason, slow down. Chris, why is that love? You seen Big Bo? That's, that's love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy, Chris? That boy oh, ain't even had a he, he ain't even had a piece of Keyshawn. That, and he can't that get right. off. Oh, you right. I forgot right. about that. Yeah. He this whole never, time I'm thinking, he never, oh. he never he never kissed this woman. Nope. He he never hugged her. Nothing. Nothing. He just, he just seen the days and that was enough for him. That's Sometimes I, I mean, awesome. it was. That's awesome. hey, I didn't even. You right? I forgot. Remember about that. that the one time that was for the kiss. I think like somebody walked up on him and they had to stop. Yep. You know that was in the in the last season, so they ain't even kissed yet. He ain't uh, even been blessed with the magic. And look how he acted. See, ah, Keyshawn, I need you. <laughs> I need you to evolve, sis. Like, let me get a Pokemon gym and just, she needs to evolve out of that whole damn situation <laughs> because I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Wow. Yeah, so they, um, you know, she, like I say, Jazz, she has her, her own story too. She's talking about, you know, basically we're talking about Rapunzel. Uh, she said the big bad wolf has swallowed the key. Her hair is now finally long enough to be able to escape uh, the place. And I guess he understood what the fuck she was saying. I was like, 
I'm just, you know Jesus. what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I hope he don't think he about to throw it to me because I'm just going to throw it right back at him. <laughs> I just didn't understand that story either. And I'm nah. just like, y'all cut this and here come Big Bone. She might be thirsty, but I'm hungry. And I was like, yes, go get your man. And y'all both like her and um, Keyshawn, their wigs are both pink. Except I think Keyshawn's wig is a brighter pink. So Diamond's probably not sure who's who, maybe. <laughs> nah, you know who. Nah, you he know knows. who. Yeah, he know Keyshawn. Keyshawn looks a little small. The big bone is definitely her name. She's stout. She she thick. Shawty, she's he, blessed. Yeah, he, he, in love, he in love with uh, Keyshawn, so he's not going to miss her. He's not going to mistake her for nobody. Yeah, nah, he ain't going to mix them two up, Jazz. Um, <clears throat> My bad, fellas. <laughs> Uh, but in this episode, we get, you know, we don't know if, you know, Whisper's intuition is correct or not, but she's been right so far uh, this season. She runs into Haley uh, in the bathroom throwing up. She said, are you ready for them twins? Yeah. I hated the scene, bro. They ain't had to show the toilet. It was I so mean, it's the, it was I mean, that's, it's the paint. It, it, it goes <laughs> down up in there. Not that down. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you know, within this, we get the, you know, situation. They're, they're still preparing for the actual reopening um, of the actual club. They still know the ladies work. So they let Keyshawn work with Mercedes to see how it's going to look for that actual evening. But Mercedes is still fucking up. She's still not doing well. And they asked her to, to do a base. Basically, they want her to be on the, to, to watch over Keyshawn as opposed to being the, the star of the evening. Mercedes wasn't having it. She said, fuck y'all. Kiss my ass. I'm out this bitch. Open it without me. And take, you know, mm -hmm. she she jets out and uh, <clears throat> uh, within the, the, the midst of this, she, her and Cliff uh, have a, a nice conversation um, about you know sometimes you got to change your dream, which you know it's it's you know when you get like so you people don't really say a lot of that stuff like when you start growing up like you have <clears throat> you may have a, a set goal um, like so you get into the thirties it's a you know. Sometimes you can be successful in whatever you wanted, but if not, or you get you age out of it, now you're looking at a completely different thing. Um, and it's kind of, you know, Cliff was not only talking to her, but he was also talking to herself as well. Mm -hmm. uh, how did y'all feel about that 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 scene between that whole, Yeah, that whole scene was interesting too, because even with Mercedes saying like the whole aging out thought process, <clears throat> you see what Keyshawn is doing, you see Roulette who just got there. She's, you know, making mad money. She had once when she had like a big bag of money, you know, from doing whatever she, you know, her her diversifying her income. <laughs> she get, you know, she she getting it. And even whisper so now she kind of looking like, you know, what what am I doing right now? So I thought that was a um a good scene. I like how they tied that together. Yeah, they I did. definitely appreciated it because when she was looking at Uncle Clifford, she just like, I need you to tell me the truth. Like, don't sugarcoat, don't try to root for me when I'm down. Be completely 100% honest with me. She was like, is Keyshawn better than me? And then that's when Cliff was just like, you got to switch your dream. And like you were saying, Jason, when we're younger, switching your dream once you get to a certain age is not even, like, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to start over and switch their dream. But sometimes you have to. You get to a crossroad to where either you just going to stay still and be in that miserable situation, afraid to move, or you just gonna say, if I switch it up, I know I'm gonna handle it better than what I was doing before. Mm -hmm. So it's like, sometimes we 
self-sabotage ourselves when it comes to relationships, when it comes to goals, when it comes to life choices. And people don't realize that because they're so afraid of change. But realistically, change is a good thing. But, it is. You know. Yeah. So. Got to be able to adapt to change. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I was I was raised on embrace change because um, it's I mean it's it's, it's going to happen um, all the time. Um, within this, you know, Mercedes she gets a, um, another call from Farrah, uh, tell her to pull up to Memphis. You know, like it's just around the corner, but it's an hour drive. She, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an hour drive. You know, can she, you imagine she... getting a text from somebody like, "Yo, come through," and you like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> You get the address and you like, wait a minute, you not no come through distance. You <laughs> you putting it in multiple GPS apps to make sure you got the distance right. <laughs> you want me to go where? Like, question. What's, uh, what's... <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I know I what the question he was is? Going. I knew what, he what's was the going. what's the furthest you guys have driven? You know, for 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 a significant other. Go ahead, Chris. Two hours. Can it be switched to how far someone's driven for me? No, I said you, because you have to do the drive. <laughs> I must oh an hour. Did you did you take a plane? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Just making sure. I could see you in there. Cause I thought you know I said cause she trying to she she said she tried like she tried to flip it a a a, a, a one hour plane ride could have probably been like a seven hour drive but I don't know no, I'm just making sure no I was gonna say like how long someone was driven to see me instead of me driven to see them but then I came up with a good estimate and I was like oh an hour should be safe so an hour but no it was an hour that now, that wasn't a lie now that I'm curious <laughs> how long is someone driven to see you. <laughs> Like, that wasn't the original question, but we can move on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> um, so Mercedes, she gets to Memphis, um, uh, and she's in awe. Um, the Mercedes experience. Uh, like I said, this is a full uh what is it, full circle moment, I guess would, would be the situation because you know, remember at the beginning of the season, Mercedes was the draw of the 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 the, the Pussyland car wash. That was a. It was the Mercedes experience was the mm -hmm. most expensive one you can actually mm -hmm. get, and for me, this one I just looked into when I was just recently looking. I feel like, damn, you know, she was correct in what she was saying that the Mercedes experience was the actual draw, and it was worth a lot more than what she was actually selling it for. But then you put it in a, a, the right person's hands, look at what you can get from it. Uh, so, you know, she's in this actual room and she just hears all these different women celebrating her because she, you know, she hears, you know, men, they looking at her in a it objectifying in, a, in an objectifying way. But these women are looking at the in the empowerment of this black woman being able to make herself look gravity you know, like there's no gravity. They're like, man, I'm I'm not I'm I couldn't I, I'm never going to be that strong to be able to hold myself up like this. I'll never be able to look like this. I, you know, I'm. I can't do, you know, just hearing it. She just like feel like a superhero, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, it, but then it. It definitely seems like a situation to where when you see how Mercedes was in the first episode of this season, of her whole the name of her um, which her performance that she was doing was on the sign outside of a strip club, and then her going to a full on art show. Mm -hmm. and seeing the Mercedes experience and seeing how strangers are viewing her and seeing her to where 
she didn't even see that within herself. And so sometimes it's like a quick reality to where you think I'm more than just this small plant. Like mm-hmm. I'm a giant tree mm-hmm. and, you know, just the energy that other people were bringing her just from looking at her art. So hmm, I like she, that analogy, Jazz. Look, I get deep with it, but I mean, it's one <laughs> of the things to where that scene with her and her speaking on Farrah's artwork, we're made to believe that Mercedes embedded something in Farrah to make her get back, want to get back into her uh, photography, but then realistically, Farrah kind of did the same to Mercedes, you know, seeing her different angles and seeing sides that Mercedes of Mercedes that Mercedes didn't see in herself. Mm-hmm. So come on, black women speak life points. That's what I'm one. saying. <laughs> come on, come on. So question. Uh so within this conversation, Farrah, she pretty much says that she's going to leave coach. Um Mercedes talks about, you know, you're gonna leave all that money. My question for y'all, would y'all rather be broken happy or mad rich? What's broke? Because everybody got different level different levels of broke. It's your uh, level. I was so gonna ask what's so rich. Your level of rich. I can't I'm not gonna say what my my it's subjective in that conversation. So your 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 whatever you feel like broke is, whatever you feel like rich is. What you y'all think? You wanna go first, Jess? No. So for me, <laughs> so for me, um I think when you get to a certain point. Um, it becomes too much. So in a sense of with Mercedes, I'm sorry, with Farrah, you know, she she's prioritizing her happiness. And I think the, the interesting thing here is she's rediscovered her passion. She has someone who, you know, coach didn't really appreciate it in the same way that Mercedes did coming in too. So they helped each other. So now she sees that she has the confidence to branch out and, you know, she's going to be making money, also being happy. Um, why not rely on no coach? Chris said all that to not answer the question. No, but I'm trying. I'm thinking, honestly, I'm thinking, and I, I gotta say, I might if, if it's in a situation with fair, I would probably um leave and you know just go follow my passion, which would also make her money, and then she'll still be happy at the same time. So, so I would choose would say be broke and happy. Well, broke, like Jason said, broke is subject. What is broke? Like broke can't pay my bills, living on the street, of course not. But if it's a situation where you're leaving someone who is like, but mad he said money, it's your level of broke, whatever you. Think. Yeah, that's my level of broke. Being on the street, can't pay my, you know, can't pay my rent. Away. So would you rather be out on the street and happy? No. So that means you. <laughs> that's why I did the fair analogy because her situation, I can see why. Me, no, like no. <laughs> I'll be sad on my. Couch. I get, I get what, you, I get, I get what you're saying. But what, yeah. what future, what future says shit? I'm, you want, you gonna cry in that Nissan? You can cry in this Maybach shit. Let me cry in the Maybach, my nigga. Let exactly. Me, let me nah, that, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I get why Fair did it. What but. you got, Jazz? Look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I'm, I've and noticed I'm, something when Jazz speaks. Uh, she speaks like from her from like a rich standpoint because, like she said, every time when you like whenever she says something, it's like it's like a it's like it's like the rich auntie. That's who Jazz is. She's the rich auntie. New narrative alert, yes sir. Jazz the rich auntie. Oh, okay. That's I'm I'm over here thinking like when did she do this last? The tenth, the ten k. Every time Jazz say a situation, she always give us. Mm, ask me in a year. I'll see what I think. I think about it. 
every every conversation when it comes to making money in a situation, Jazz say, ask me in a year. What you mean a year? I don't even give me an example where I said that because the ten k. Last week I said, would you do? Would you do the ten k? Oh, the experience. Yeah, he did. The, would you do? Would you do the Mercedes experience for ten k oh. with an old black man? You said, ask me in in about a year. I think about it. I'm like, we talking about right now though. Oh, but no, that was just I wasn't thinking about the financial aspect. I was just thinking about what my mentality is. I know, I know what you're thinking about because you're the rich auntie. You ain't thinking about the money of it. You just paid it to the <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got her. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I was tricked. I was tricked. <laughs> and Jay said, no. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here. Can we get back on track? Uh, well, we actually we actually are on track, but we can go back uh within this situation. So the pink is opening. The pink is opening. Um they're trying to uh like they're getting ready to get the club open. Clipper sees Toy. Uh Toy done coughed in the club after she done gave my grandmama the COVID. You gotta go, bro. And I told y'all, remember I said she'd be shitting and yeah. she'd just be doing a whole bunch of extra stuff in the club before she go outside. And Cliff said, You just be poop, just you just be shitting and coughing on everybody. You gotta get out of here. You got to go. Would y'all would y'all fire her? As well. I, I would have fired her soon as she coughed in the mouth of the um Lauren, Lauren, Lauren yeah. who the reason why we are at fifty percent capacity and had to move up to seventy five. We had to drop so many coins. She would have been gone then. I wouldn't have gave her no second chance. <laughs> Ain't no Shut second up. chances. <laughs> nah. Nah, nah, that's that's a dope. And it was funny too. Wasn't this the scene when they was in the uh, locker room? It's like somebody sneezed or coughed and they had to hold it in or something. Yeah, she, the other girl, she like, she, she's like, <laughs> I swallowed wrong. <laughs> that's how it was though. Like, you were scared to sneeze, boy. Oh my During gosh. COVID? <laughs> like, you Bruh, know. gotta help. <laughs> you mean the grocery store? Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I was on a plane to North Carolina and I had my mask on and everything. And I was like, oh God, I hear, a, I feel a cough coming. I said, I can't do it though. And I didn't have no, no nothing to drink. I was like, oh God. Yeah, I was fighting I mean, for a life, boy. I was, <laughs> tears was running down my face. I was like, I can't, <laughs> I'm about to die. So I don't cough on this plane. Man. Yeah, it was wild. But now, oh, people just be coughing, sneezing. No and, mask. They just living uh, life now. Living life like it's, like we, I mean, yeah, but you know, people is. And um, within this situation with Toy, you know, this wasn't, you know, we get a, um, hopefully, you know, uh, Gail Bean, she plays roulette. She gets a, um, a starring role uh, or a reoccurring role where she's a um, more of a star yeah, because. I think know, she will. Like she will. Yeah, I think she yeah, will. She, she, she killed this. Um, so she basically, you know, she is becoming a pimp um, in this situation. She takes care of Toy. Um, she said, "Now you good. You you don't owe me nothing, you know, in, in that situation. But I just don't think people give you things without, you know, looking for something on the backside." Yeah, she got that jaded jaded mentality, which is you know valid, especially in this situation. <laughs> you said she got that what mentality? Jaded mentality, like oh. you know, you're not doing this just for you know out of the kindness of your heart. You want something in return, right? Yeah. And then you got Whisper sitting there like she takes care of me too. And I'm just like roulette gonna cause so many problems this season. That's three. that's my that's exactly she's, what I thought too. I'm just like nah, because like whatever she's doing, like 
it's I feel like it's gonna get to maybe fifty percent of the girls, mm-hmm. and Cliff doesn't have her old guaranteed women there because Mercedes is gone, and like you know we Mississippi and everything, so it's mm-hmm. just like who which like main girls does Cliff have? Right, no so, toy. Um, he just fired. He just she just fired her. She yeah, had too many toy. illnesses. Yeah, we like, <laughs> too many illnesses. She had toys in season one. I'm just saying she she was, but she ain't you know Gidget already gone. Mercedes is you know she's she's done. I can um, see Gidget coming know, back. We know Keyshawn is getting. Uh, I don't want. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see the Gidget Duffy roulette situation. That's what I was thinking. Because yeah. Gidget gonna get her ass drugged. She gonna get her ass beat. <laughs> You know what? Bring her back. Let, I want to see that. Bring, bring her back. I would let let her get me. Let her get dog walked. Get out of here. Because <laughs> we know she can fight. We know Roulette can fight. She already whooped the, whooped the girl uh, in there already. Brazil, Brazilian. Um, was that? What was Brazil? I think Brazil. She, she ain't have to do that girl like that. <laughs> Damn. Hey, man. Hold on. Mouth was all messed up. I was put like, in the re- put in the wrestling moves. Like, what you learning at it? Big yeah. ass. Like, and it was recorded on live, so I was just like, "Sis, you can't show back up at the paint." And then uh, within this, uh, we, you know, we we fig murder is on on. You know, we got all these different situations, and then Nineveh, uh, one of one of Cliff's homies, who is now the mother of the um, of the actual pink, has a video shows Cliff is cut not Cliff, but uh, murder is pulling up to the pink with Tina Snow. Uh, you know, within this and uh, and they 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 had capacity. And now this is gonna bring out so many more people yeah. uh, within this situation. And Cliff, uh, you know, we get our, you know, first reveal. You know, we 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 knew Meg was in the actual show, but we heard her voice, and then she's on the song. Uh, but then Meg, you know, Meg and her to pull up to the club, and we had a situation where you know we see the the the, the Jay situation play out between Cliff looking at uh, Tina, and he said, "Yeah, y'all uh, y'all go break a leg, like y'all go work on this performance." Y'all got going on um, more so talking about the act that they putting on for the mm. people as right. opposed to the actual song. But then they uh Nineveh tells Cliff, you know, you got a customer in the in the uh in the room. He's like, when you start getting customers, and it, you know, we <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Crazy. Hey man, after hey, after I done opened my opened up my body to you, bro. What you doing? Look at you, look at Jazz's face. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Jen said, nope, you're not getting me. <laughs> I am not falling for that trap. You so, so we go into the so we go into the room. It's Corbin. Uh Corbin is back. Corbin is, you know, he pretty much is thanking Cliff for giving him that new idea that they no longer need the pink <clears throat> to do what he needs. So he's willing to pay him uh the worth of the club. Well, to pay to get the club back from Haley uh to beat him. Like he, cause that's what he's used to being. And like I said, I thought this was something new, but in season one, uh, there was a scene of uh, Mercedes <clears throat> and Keyshawn beating him um, in the action room. But you know, I guess Cliff got a, a stronger hand uh, for him. It would make sense. <laughs> it would make sense. Okay. So he gives him. Uh, he basically gives him his two hundred fifty thousand to uh, to retain power back from his actual uh, from his actual his club. Uh, but then this, you know, we have a situation of uh, Andre is in is in the actual club because he's still on this campaign. Uh, they're going to do the actual polls that evening. Uh, Andre, uh, you want to take that one, Jazz? With Andre, I mean, he tried to do a little twerk session on the poll, but it just did not work. He thought he was uh, 
what is it? What's her name? Um, Patrice. What Patrice? He thought it was Patrice, <laughs> but it was just like nah, not at all. So him and Haley are in the back. Haley's all, let's go ahead and get out of here. We don't want to be doing any kind of kissing because you're still married and mm -hmm. I'm your mistress. And she mentioned that a few times. Mm -hmm. So they go back to his place. Dum, 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 and, dum. and we see who's there. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve. Brittany. Uh, yeah, yeah, she. Yeah, Brittany. So, was... okay. I can't defend her. <laughs> there's there's nothing I could do. I just that's actually an episode 10. Let's not even deep dive into that. But it that scene leaves with Brittany being there seeing uh Andre and Haley's breaker of chains, Savage Autumn <laughs> in the house. Um so we'll we'll go we'll come back to them, Jason, because I definitely wanna uh I got a question for y'all on gotcha. that scene. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> so within this, you know, um, the strippers are getting ready to go out. Roulette is about to go out. She pulls up on Duffy. Um, Duffy, he um, he gets a little finger pop before she hits the stage. Uh, you know, right? You know, before she gets out. Um, <laughs> and, you know, then as Tina and uh, Murder is uh, performing, uh, their crews collide mm -hmm. um, in the actual crowd. Their crews, their, their crews collide. Um, they start to try to bum rush murder on the stage and he's knocking them out as they come up on the stage and he runs to the back and then he finally uh, he doesn't open up but he he begins to reveal more of who he is to um, to Cliff and he kind of he tells them <clears throat> um, they, they playing me I'm on the stage they playing with me here like that's crazy they wouldn't that's, that's mad disrespectful I've already you know with they what they block up you know he's like wait wait is that what I helped you cover up he was like mm -hmm. no nah, that, that, that ain't that ain't that situation that's yeah. not that situation at all um and then he he walks off you know he goes to the actual room by himself um listening to his music to calm down <clears throat> and we have um another full circle moment we had a, the situation uh when the season first when they first came on uh, when the, the show first comes on murder is is faking and flogging uh, for <clears throat> to get into the actual club. You know, he's up and coming rapper, but he wasn't known. Uh, he's trying to get with Mercedes, and he still to this day is still nervous around Mercedes just being who he is. And you know, he's his music is getting better. He, you know, it's and this is a dope scene because she's sitting yeah. on she's sitting on a, a throne. Yeah, yeah. So she's sitting on a throne. That's the OG, and he just he just and he the entire night is just like a high part because everybody's complimenting her. They boosted her head up, which, like I said, she definitely, like, she needed that because the entire season, she's been in a low. Yeah. So now everybody is uplifting her. He's just telling her, he, you know, he's talking to her, <clears throat> which, like I said, was kind of disrespectful, but that's how people talk. Uh, he's uplifting her. He let her hear a song. Um, you know, she, you know, she finally blesses uh, one of his checks, but at the same exact time, Cliff is frustrated with that, the conversation he had, and he, he throws something, um, and it's drugs, basically. Um, it was some some drugs that Duffy has not Duffy but Big L mm -hmm. has been holding, and you know he kind of tells that. What did y'all think about this uh this scene with Big L and uh and Cliff? This conversation. Yeah, this when he fired him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, the motion got to him, and like you said, you know, with Mercedes, well, Mercedes leaving, she came back, of course, but like you know, Keyshawn, everybody else, Big L is one of the people who's like loyal. He not, you know, he not one of the girls, but he is like. That's his right hand man. Um, and I just, you know, he just really acted out of emotion with everything going on. 
you know, I I I I didn't feel like he fired him for real. Um, I just felt like that was set up for the next season. So. Yeah, I think with that scene, I can understand Clipper being upset because mm-hmm. we're not trying to deal with drugs, right? With everything else, right? But I also understand Big L's position because it's just like we're not bringing in the amount that we need. You're not trying to lose your club, and we got stuff that we got to make sure we pay for. And yeah. we're not getting that from having 70, 75% of people being able to come into the club. So big L's thinking from a financial standpoint, like we need this money so we can keep this club open. But I understand uh, Uncle Cliff's position because it's just like, you don't want to get in the drug game because mm-hmm. we've all seen different movies, TV shows, documentaries, maybe not Jason because he hates those um, bars. But it's just like, <laughs> you know. Jazz murder. <laughs> Ooh, I like that, Chris. But yeah. we've seen it to where when people get involved in the drug game of holding drugs or being that middleman, it never works out. Yeah. So I understand both sides. But when Clip threw them drugs, I said, uh, that's product. You need to relax. You you throw yeah. product around. Exactly. Um and it kind of the episode, I mean, you have like little minor moments. You have Pico, mama, baby mama, she's upset um, about murder being on stage and she feels it in her belly. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, um, I hate it. You have Big Bone contemplating. Uh, she has a picture. We, we see that she took a picture of the ring mm-hmm. in Diamond House. So she's contemplating doing something. We don't know what she's about to do, but it shows she can possibly send it to somebody. Yeah. Uh, and then you have uh, the last thing. Um, of the actual episode when uh, Keyshawn, Keyshawn is basically she did her final dance and you know main ex Mercedes, you know why you ain't up there tonight? And he was like, sometimes the bitches want to sit back and look at smart, you know. Mm-hmm. So she had an appreciation to finally just you know, um, Mercedes, you know Mercedes kind of made me feel like um, like a, a, a super a big uh, basketball like a, a Kobe Bryant maybe D Wade type situation like at the end of their career. Oh, passionate like torch. Yeah, kind of, yeah, in that situation, like they kind of passing it, but like they going through like these injuries, and then like it's like I can't, I can't give what I can, but I can, I still have it in me, but I don't have it, you know, type situation. So that's what I kind of, yeah. kind of felt like within that, um, you know, she wrote on there, I'll be your sister for life, on her vanity, you know, and then she leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that was the end of episode nine. Did y'all have anything? But I will say, Cliff saw Keyshawn before Keyshawn left. Yeah, and Cliff was just like. Don't leave me like that. <laughs> I mean, Keyshawn thought Cliff was completely done with her, mm-hmm. but Cliff was just like, life is short and life and things in life happen unexpected. She's just like, at the end of the day, you are beautiful. Get as far away from this club as possible, which is foreshadowing as well, because they're just like, that was Keyshawn's last dance. Yeah. Um. So just that relationship, because I'm sure the entire s- season, we thought, Everybody at the pink hated Keyshawn, of course, except for Haley slash Mother of Dragon slash Autumn. Slash, um, slash, slash. Slash, slash, slash. So, <laughs> First of her but, name. <laughs> right. Mad <laughs> <laughs> names, bro. But, but just that um, her saying that farewell, I thought was just, was um, a really special moment that it was good to see. And then we get the phone call. Uncle Cliff gets a phone call from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get a to be continued and you got to wait seven fucking days to see what happens next. And it's yeah. just like, I hate all of y'all because <laughs> who does that? You know, but, um, and then it goes into 
episode tis in jason yeah mississippi rule so it um it opens back up yeah before we get to 10 i think another um important part was when the whole commotion was going on between murder's crew and you know main and everybody um mississippi was or Keyshawn rather was on stage and diamond came and rescued her That's and right. then they shared the kiss big bone you know she kissed him and uh you know big bone seeing that, that well she did hold on Uh-oh. but but <laughs> that, that that kiss lasted a long time, and if you look close, it may have been slow motion. I think I think I think I think the screen was in slow motion. Jay. No, I don't think he, I think he was like oh, I think he was like shocked. Like I can't believe it. I, the camera was like looking at something like, <laughs> is this y'all using y'all whole black men don't cheat bullshit? Because Diamond, I love that. That was <laughs> you know, Diamond was like really in there. He he went back into that kiss because if you see, it? he damn sure did. So and wait, then as it? he was. What 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 you about to say, Chris? Wait, does it's it not count? cheating if if does she it, kissed him first. No, is, is it cheating if you like in love with her and you're not in love with you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about it. Then as I said it, I said no. This is, this is bad. <laughs> this but is you bad. know what's crazy? I've had a conversation that asks that same question, but we not <laughs> we not doing that. I don't know who's listening. So. Not my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, nah, but um. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Big Mom, you know, seeing that, that's the reason she sent the uh, the picture to whoever she sent it to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we open up, you know, um, in episode ten, uh, we get the the argument between Brittany and uh, Andre. They in the house going back and forth. I she really wouldn't be able to argue with me, uh, bitch. You was on your knees. I synced it. He There's no naked. argument. There's no conversation that we yeah. need to be having in this. You know, so, first off, Brittany, she wasn't on her knees. She was sitting at the edge of the bed and he was standing up. That is what was happening in that scene. If if I was her lawyer, that's what Jazz, I would say. I, I, only, I only seen it one time, Jazz. I couldn't take it twice. His heart couldn't take it. I felt his brother. Hold on, Jason. Here I go. Let me see how many seconds she had to fix her situation. <laughs> Man, look. But during this scene, did you see how Haley, as the camera was zooming in, she's smiling. She's loving this interaction. Yeah. Haley is, she is a villain and a semi-hero. And you know another thing about Haley too. Everything that's going on in this whole season is because of her situation. But it's like she's moved on like it's nothing. Like Keyshawn's still dealing with, you know, her and Diamond, I'm talking about from Red Night. Like Keyshawn dealing with stuff. Uh, Diamond dealing with his stuff, Mercedes, her show, like the seven pounds of pressure. That's because of what happened with her. Like all of it, the the whole, um, you know, the selling of the pink, that's her. Like all of this is because of her. And she just up there smiling at the end. Like, bro. I mean, yeah, but she's Haley, su- she a super villain, bro. She's a super villain. <laughs> she's a Dr. super villain. <laughs> she's Dr. Doom, bro. They tried to protect her, and bro, she was not, she was not down for the cause. It's definitely one of those situations to where you put everything on the line for somebody and then they benefit but you don't yeah and the fact that Haley doesn't have any type of connection and the way that she's been moving this entire series yeah she's a terrible person but not to Keyshawn so I'm gonna give her a 37.64 (laughs) percent man specific yeah I guess that's their way of trying to (laughs) not make her too 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 horrible so right um you no, know, we had this situation between them, and they're actually Brittany and Andre are having this conversation, and she, you know, she she's throwing um, Haley in the situation. Haley trying to take her for herself. 
um, within that conversation. Um, and, they, you know, they see the people outside lining up, you know, um, looking or feeling as if um, Andre has won the actual election. That's what it, that's what it's, it's made to appear. And Andre kind of, as he's talking to Brittany, um, he, you know, he says that you're in love with this man that you're actually dealing with. And she says, no, I'm in love with you, but Andre is in love with Haley. Uh, which is just a fucked up all the situation all the way around. Uh, but she, you know, I don't know how she can say she, you know, she, you don't love me, bro. Like Brittany, nah, you gotta, you gotta relax. She, she, she was wild to even show up and to be mad. Yeah. Andre, I was just like, you can't be mad for real, sis, because he caught you in y'all house with another man, and he was comfortable. Like that's what's super. getting me, bro. Yeah, bro. Like super. Yeah, I mean Haley wasn't comfortable yet. She still had her whole outfit on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And, and so they um but then he finally steps outside and he gets a phone call from Kyle Corbin. He, you know, he's pretty much telling him, you know, before you speak, mm-hmm. just be sure. Uh he had, you know, just telling him about, you know, what a great race, you did a great run, what what uh, you know. He basically tells them he loses, but then you can finally hear what the people are saying outside. They pretty much saying we we love you regardless of what you did. You had a good race. We appreciate you. Um, but then it it spins over to Patrice in her situation. She's in the dark. Like so, this scene was actually this, this episode ten was probably one of the best shot episodes besides that the Mississippi one. Um, how they shot, how they did that little montage from this to murder his song as he was rapping and it drops yeah. the beat out. But it's just the yeah. baseline still going. Then you see Patrice and they call Patrice and he tells her that she won. That was uh, yeah. how she she actually won the actual election um, at the end. Um, and Andre said he pretty much is going to stay in Chuckalisa. He's going to stay in Chuckalisa and start a, an actual a law firm. Um, Brittany kind of looks at him like I can't believe this motherfucker really gonna put it, bring us, try to bring us back here. Uh, what, what you, what you got, Jazz? She shouldn't have been cheating. <laughs> if you wasn't cheating, then maybe he would have asked for your opinion. But you was cheating. Obviously, he thought you didn't have nothing to say because your mouth was full of something else anyway. Bars. <laughs> so, <it's, laughs> like, I'm like, I don't, I didn't feel bad for Brittany at all. She is terrible. So. <laughs> I told I told y'all last week, Jazz album coming out next summer. She giving y'all tip. <laughs> she giving you a little. You, yeah, she giving you a little. Yeah, a little I, something. I've been in the studio. Uh, okay, I'm with it. Oh, who, who, you you got bar? You got okay. We gonna we gonna, we gonna see what them we gonna see what them bars are, Jazz. Here's nah, sure. I've been dropping it this entire episode, so you're not about to get no whole bunch of bars at the Yeah, end. where you been at? <laughs> <laughs> dropping your bars like that's how you dropping your bars just throughout the episode like that. Yeah, Jason's looking at his all his notes. He just missing them. He missed every bar. Poor guy. I'm not. I promise I'm not. I'm here. I'm here with you. Are we um, about to cover Mercedes' last dance? We got to. We. That's that been, was, that's I'm, been I'm a, wondering. Like that's been that the thing. Since, that's been the thing since episode since episode one of last year. <laughs> like well, three years ago, Mercedes <laughs> been trying to get her last dance off <laughs> for three goddamn years. A pandemic, a bomb shoulder, a killer murdering the guy. Mercedes, I she you just want to yeah. leave. What you <laughs> Fire. This was this was fire. Like I said, I, that was, you know, um, so first you got the situation of um they've been waiting for murder to basically 
claimed that he killed Pico. And with this song, he kind of confirms he the one that knocked off Pico. And yeah. he says it's a seven pound. Jazz, could you could you get off to could you dance to this song? Maybe. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you about the seven pounds of pressure. I'm gonna take seven Jazz got into it, boy. She was like, about to take her somewhere else. <laughs> hey, be up in there uh, communicating threats from a distance. I just... <laughs> so while we're here, next question. Who is you guys' favorite fictional rapper? Do y'all have one? Can y'all even think of one? If y'all don't, if y'all need help, I'll just throw some shit out there. You got B-Rabbit in 8 Mile. You got DJ in Hustle and Flow. First of all, <laughs> don't ever give me the option of Eminem ever again. <laughs> don't do that. I'm so just... you saying B Rabbit wasn't wasn't fire? Like he was losing himself and dropping bars. What? Don't, don't give me the option of Eminem ever again. <laughs> I'm just, I was just, I was just trying to throw some, you know, some different. I got, you got, you know, MC Gusto and CB4. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah. Um, Chris, you know that? <laughs> no, but go ahead. CJ you know, says you, 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 you spoke too confidently for two people over here, Jazz. You got to relax. Have you not seen CB4? Who me? Yeah. Straight out of low cash, crazy motherfucker named Gusto. I fuck your wife because a bitch is a big hoe. I fuck your sister. I fuck your cat. I will <laughs> fuck your mom, but the bitch is too. So you see it like a million. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz is a hater, bro. <laughs> a nah. hater, bro. Nah, that was fire. That was fire. I'm not even gonna like. It hurt it. It pained her to give you that that credit too. <laughs> she was just, it's like, I guess I have to. <laughs> I mean, so if y'all if y'all had to pick your favorite fictional rapper, I mean, do y'all do y'all have one? If y'all can just 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 thinking. And this time, murder, murder up there. Murder is he, 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 JF Huns, he's done a, a hell of a job from doing a rapping portion to his, to the acting portion. This, I want to see him in something else because he has, I feel like he has the range to do it. And please I, don't, please don't typecast his brother in another thug role. I want to see him in something else. I did post something on my Instagram this past week of, uh, right, some uh, projects that are coming out, and he was one of the stars. That was uh, shown on that post, so I think we'll be getting more from him. And looking at the cast, it wasn't giving me a the character vibe, but all I see is the cast, and I see a cover movie, and then I post it on my IG because seeing like young black talent, I absolutely love it. So, and you know he. He's from, I, I believe he's from North Carolina, so that's my home state. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, really, he is. He's from out there. Like, job. Some of my people know his people. So, what's up? That's what's up. Get, try, to, try to get him to come to the pod. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, that'll be fire. Yeah. Do that. Just work magic, yes. No, just, yeah, I, I could just imagine the hate that y'all would get <laughs> if I did that. I, oh, y'all. Hey, what you mean? Hey, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna uplift you at any time. What do you mean? Nah, that's y'all go because you know I'm be talking my shit. So I. Whoo. So so is it? So are we, are we are we fighting back? Or are we just not taking your shit? Which one is? Just don't say nothing. Like when I come <laughs> in the room. 
Just be like Queen Jazz. Like, that's all you gotta say. <laughs> you know? yeah, look who Jazz wanna be. She wanna be the breaker of chains. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz oh. Targaryen, get out of here. <laughs> nah, not them. They be too oh, close okay. to their family. It's kind of crazy. Too uh. close? No, they are too. They, they, she, it is family here. Ain't no too close. <laughs> uh, but I, I think Murder, Murder, uh, um, like I said, MC Gusso, which was played by Chris Rock. I think those two. Um, I probably know that like every rap in that movie, probably. Like I, I don't, and I don't know movies, but like, the, like, like words. But yeah. What's the dude from Boondocks? Uh, uh, significant, <laughs> significant, significant. Yeah. Significant. Uh, damn. Significant. Yeah. Him. Yeah. What was the other one's name? I don't know. It was the one know. that had the fro. The booty butt cheeks. That one. <laughs> Baby. Why did the first thing? <laughs> Never mind. I, I feel like that's one of the songs she was singing, like booty butt. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have to look that up. Shut yeah, up. It, it, yeah, I'm, gonna let, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let y'all think. I'm gonna let y'all think. On That'd it. be a good yeah, poll option too. What for the, for the page? Like your favorite, favorite fictional rapper? Yeah, we could post that up. I'm, I'm, I'm about to look up some people to see. Uh, but within this murder scene, we have where he, he steps into the mirror. The entire season, we see the growth development of murder. Um, you know, he goes from this flossy, glossed out thing. And one of the conversations he had with Wody was just saying that the, the, the chains that you wear is like an anchor. And you win not just yourself, but the people around you down. So like he he strips the color out. He no longer has color in his hair. Uh, he no longer has chains on. He's just murder, just himself. And he looks at himself. You know, it shows him as a kid. It shows him from the beginning when he was fake into how he is now. And he just you know finally has accepted himself um, as who you know as him as he is. And he walks out. He sings the song. And like I said, he does it acapella. Um, in the beginning, they were just, and that just, like I said, the performance piece in that is just so, it was, it was, it was, very, it was done very well. It was. Uh, within that, then you got Mercedes, she comes out and she, she finally gets Killed her it. last dance. Like she gets to, gets to walk off, like, you know, as far as when, you know, within that. But it was, like I said, it was a, a bomb. The, the way they filmed it. Um, yeah. Above oh, yeah. Head, she yeah. was on top of the thing. So yeah. She jumped over and hit the, you know, hit the split. Um, Oh yeah, she she killed that. What what happened? Jason gonna make noise once a week, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but Cliff didn't see it. Cliff didn't get to watch the didn't get to watch the performance because Cliff was in the back. You know he's overwhelmed with joy because grandmother didn't die. Yeah. Um, grandmother, they got she got a phone call. Um, grandmother survived. You know he's saying, you know, like I said, they 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 they, they country of hell. So they she's saying she didn't drink the water. She didn't drink the water. Cliff, I mean, you know, murder knows. Yeah, you know, he gets it because he's always around. But Mercedes is like, what the hell is this man talking about? <laughs> she and didn't the, drink the water. Right, and the whole fact that she was being visited by her daughter, bringing her a drink, and she's just like, no, 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 not yet, baby, not yet. And so, like, her daughter would just leave and then come back in different visions. So, I I thought that was that was uh, shot very well. Yeah, yeah, she was she was definitely fighting, uh, fighting for her life right. there. Um, and then you know you got the you got the next morning they wake up. <clears throat> um, they have you know another conversation about whether he should leave or whether he should stay. Um, we got more of you know Cliff still pushing him away. Uh, Cliff, you know, kind of pushes him out, and this time he really gets pissed off. And they don't even talk no more. He just, he said, I'm going to just get my shit and I'm out of here. Uh, he grabs his stuff. He leaves. Grandmother comes home. Um, 
But I think Big L, Big L was at the actual door. You know, well, and he know it was no, he brought grandmother home. And then um, yeah, Big L was right after him. Yeah. And then Big L, um, you know, comes after, and then as grandmother is walking through the house, Cliff sees his mama again. Um, mama's in the actual house, sitting, chilling. Um, like you, you know, you was wrong for what you told that boy. You out here, you giving, you making sure everybody else cool except yourself, but then you pushing people away from you. Like you can't be like that. <clears throat> um, how did y'all, y'all, what y'all feel with this this scene here with Cliff and his mom? I thought it was well done. Take note, screen five. This is how you do a type of scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was well done. I liked it. Nah, I think it was it was um, a really good scene because sometimes when we go through life, we don't really have those situations to where we reflect on things that we've said to people or done in certain situations. And so with Cliff's mother coming to visit, it's like, look, I see what you're doing. You making sure, like you said, Jason, everybody's good, but you, you got to make sure you look out for you as well. Like, why can't you be happy just like everybody around you? And so I thought uh, with the visit from the mother, I thought that was, that was a good touch. Like if y'all had, if y'all had a, like a loved one that's no longer with us that came to you on like just some random, like after a situation that you may have didn't handle correctly, they look at you like, now you know damn well you should have said this or you should have said that. Like, how would y'all react? Would y'all just listen to their advice or would you go about it like, you don't know what you're talking about? Nah, who who I got in mind, I definitely listen. I'll probably cry. I'll probably pull a Jason to cry. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, crying gonna be automatic. That's. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I just wanted to take a shot at Jason right quick. Jason be crying at the daggone gas station, like. When they got his favorite snacks, he cried <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Are we fat shaming on this podcast? <laughs> what? I just said favorite snacks. I don't I think I'm gonna cry because I got my favorite snack. I mean, realistically, if I see some pistachio nuts, salt and pepper, I'm gonna cry because they're never on the shelf. Honestly, depending on the snack, you may have some tears because some you of them, may- especially the ones you can't find at like specific places. Exactly. Yeah. Nah. You can't get them at your regular gas station that you hit up like the little. Not, y'all not gonna play in my face and call me fat like this. So we're gonna go to the next <laughs> scene. No one said so- that. <laughs> no one said that at all. I thought uh, we were being vulnerable, but Jason feels attacked. I, don't- I do. I do. <laughs> Let me grab my cookies because I'm sick of this shit. Did you are, they, are they chocolate chip or sugar cookies? This is oh, not a chunky. This is not a sponsorship. And they say chunky. So <laughs> we're not calling you chunky. The, the cookies is calling you chunky. Oh, so we have the uh, you know, Mississippi. Um <clears throat> she getting ready to go on a run. And you have like a, a voiceover. And they were saying, you know, sometimes, you know, they say, they say fairy tales are just horror movies with happy endings, which makes a lot of sense. Um, if you just really think about all the different stories and different things and how they play out. Um, before she leaves, you know, she she links up with her brother. Uh, she links up with murder. This is a super cute scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they get to talk and they just talk about, you know, I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss you, but I'm gonna miss, you know, I'm gonna definitely miss uh, Uncle Clifford. And she, you know, she was like, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna miss him more than you though, because you know. That was a different, we had a different situation, but y'all have a, a definitely a, diff, uh, a different situation. Um, and he finally pays her the money that he owed. He felt that he owed her 
uh, well, he owed her from the video and just, you know, the things that she was bringing to him. And he, he was able to pay her back. Like I said, Murder genuinely is just a good dude. He He's not trying to deal with too many people. He's just, you know, just giving, just somebody of, of circumstance. Um, You know, then she, you know, she goes to pick up um, her kids. Uh, she goes to her, 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 her stepmother's house to pick up the kids. But the, right. uh, Jazz, what you... Uh, <laughs> I just, the actress that they have for her stepmother she does an amazing job being the villain mm-hmm. an amazing job everything that she's in she's a villain and so you see she her, she opened the door for Keyshawn and Keyshawn's like oh you see her pick up the kids and she's just like oh I already called Derek Derek already got him and then you see her sister in the background like her sister knew the entire plan but her mother or her stepmom just completely messed everything up. So Keyshawn knew right then and there, like she was screwed. Yeah. And it's extremely unfortunate because you we've seen all the stuff that Keyshawn went through this season. Mm-hmm. Last season too. And it's just like we want her to win. She got the funds now. She got the courage now. Cause normally sometimes they say when someone's in an abusive situation, they won't get out until they are ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn was ready. Keyshawn had all of her ducks in a row, and then that hating ass stepmama, Paul Derek. I was just that like, bitch, my heart know, dropped. My heart dropping. Yeah, that I'm was not tough. Yeah. I was. I was just like, I just want her to win. It's like one of those situations you want the character to win, even though realistically, you look at it, you just like if Keyshawn were to leave, she would be off the show. <laughs> So as a viewer, I was like, well, I don't want her to be off the show yet. I like her character. So yeah. something's got to happen for her to stay. That's a, that's a good question. So I was going to ask y'all, <clears throat> you watched The Boys, and Chris felt like it was a cop-out and how they um, how they didn't kill Homelander when he had the, he had him dead to rights. Did y'all feel the same thing with Keyshawn? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this was a... I mean, like it was a cop-out, you felt? No, I don't think it was a cop-out. I just think they have more to her story that they can add. And it was just for that situation to keep her on the show. Derek had Mm -hmm. to win. She could not leave. Something had to be, a wrench had to be thrown at her plans. Now, well, I'll save my other comment. Yeah. So with this, so I'm going to say with this situation, I do want to go ahead and, because this is, this storyline was probably the most, um, like Chris kind of said, it was probably the, felt like he felt like it probably was the main storyline of this season. Um, but because it, I don't want to <clears throat> end the podcast on a sad note, so I want to get this shit out the way, um, and we can go to the the happiness um, in here. So you go ahead, Chris. Uh, no, I was gonna say I I didn't think it was a cop out. Um, I thought that they just had more story to tell, and I feel like the only way that this Keyshawn you know storyline will be resolved is if Derek gets you know. Get him out of here. So that didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, it's man. And so she makes it home. Um, you know, she's talking to Derek, you know, just trying to she's basically trying to explain herself, but CPS walks in. Um, CPS is in the house, um, and Keyshawn, and she just like blanks out. And like that's that like I'm shocked she didn't kill him then. Like that situation, I thought she was gonna kill him right then and there, because like she blinked out and like I was like, I didn't 
I didn't really. I'm not gonna say I haven't really seen range, but I haven't really seen range from Keyshawn. You see her more so like the the soft character throughout the entire show for the last two the two seasons. She's been a soft, but this is the time when Keyshawn. Well, she turns up when she turns up when she was dealing with Rome in the last season when he was disrespecting um, Clifford. But then this time she snaps. And yeah. like I felt like every like every emotion that she felt in that situation, I was like, bro, this nigga, bro. Like, and I don't like, you know, it's kind of almost like they allowing the white guy to win um, in this situation because, like, he's just sitting there, like, oh, well, look what gotcha. we got to deal with. And, like, they yeah. and they give her, like, you know, this, she's going to be on an investigation for six months. She got to go, she got a drug test. She got to go through a psych evaluation. It's just a whole bunch of bullshit. But, like, this guy is like, he's, t- he's terroristic in the home. He's beating yeah. kids. He's beating her. No consequences yet again. <clears throat> Man, just every time white folks, man, I tell yeah. you. Um, and like I said, she goes like, um, so she gets arrested. Basically, goes to jail. Um, within that situation, <clears throat> um, and she, you know, she calls, calls back, calls to Diamond. Uh, she reaches out to Diamond, and uh, this uh plays back to season one, episode one of season one. Uh, Diamond told her that he can take care of it. Uh, he'll take care of the situation for. Her. Um, and he gets the phone call from her. Um, and she goes back to her weak ass parable and just asks him, uh, can he take care <laughs> of the situation? Um, but I, I, I'm assuming he was gonna go handle that, uh, within that. But he gets captured by Chris's uh, best friend, Big Bone, on his way. Yeah, this so to me, this whole scene threw me off because they had Big Bone out there like she was like an assassin or like a ninja or something. <laughs> like, she was just like... She kicked his ass. Yeah, and she like... kicked it, his ass, bro. Bro, it threw... Like, she had the other dude there, but it just threw me off when she took off her mask at the end. I'm like, that was her? Like, this whole time? <laughs> she can't strip, but she can beat up Diamond? Like, what is that? <laughs> it just threw me off. Like, yeah. So that, yeah. Hey, that I was, was just... That, that... Diamond don't have love with women. I would just probably just, you know, go be a Mormon or something because, like, that's why <laughs> every woman he deals with put him in a situation that's going to get him killed. Ja- like look at Jazz's face. <laughs> Jazz, I won't get you killed. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Jazz is looking like I'm right here. <laughs> hey, man. Jazz, Jazz, you wild. You wild. Um, I ain't even say nothing. <laughs> your face is um, we, we can see it. <laughs> And then we have the, uh, you know, we have Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes is at home, uh, and you know, Farrah sends her one of the pictures that she, uh, she hung up so she can see like, you know, she's happy, but she also sends her a check uh, for thirty thousand dollars. And she was like, "Is that how art works?" Um, and she was like, "I mean, sometimes, you know, we can make our own prices mm-hmm. if we can, but if we put ourselves um, in the proper situation, it can be." Um, it, it can produce, you know, the funds. Um, it's one of um, a dope scene of Mercedes. You know, she's able to, well, she's able to afford her club, but she changes what she was going to do because when it starts, she's doing a, a kids club, and now she's going to do like a dance, a pole dancing, which is, it's the market with that, and it is actually expanding now. A lot of people are trying to learn those sensual um, dancings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then, no. uh, what? Nope. I thought you was about to have a follow up question. I was about to go ahead and cut you off at the knees. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, 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 she picking up on my shit now. Let me, let me, I gotta come, I gotta come a different way. Um, 
but it was dope. She had on a um a black Dolph shirt. Um, you know, uh Dolph was killed last year. So I'm assuming they was able to film this within that that time frame because she did have the shirt on that was uh commemorating his death. But it was, I mean, I think the wife um is something that she created before he actually passed, where it was, you know, basically black men deserve to grow old. Mm-hmm. And it was just a campaign she did and she always if you go to her page, she's she's been celebrating. Um, and doing it unfortunately you know he was he was gunned down um, back at home uh, so that was just dope for them to incorporate that <clears throat> in the actual show that she's you know she's dancing to that uh, she was dancing to Jasmine Sullivan song that was real real like nice uh, when she's going there but then you know Patrice pulls up she runs into Patrice uh, you when know, she, she brought reside. and she and she brought one, you know, one of the biggest blessings uh, within that situation. You know, she uh, says she, on her on her her her, her prayer line, Shell reaches out to her and basically tells her that she's a she's struggling. She wants to be better, but she can't get better. But she's going to get better, and asks her to help raise the baby. But you know, she said because I'm doing being a mother, because I'm being a mayor, but I also running my church, I'm not going to have time for it, and uh, Mercedes gets that, Mercedes gets that happy ending, Mercedes get, gets her baby, um, Terica, she gives a Terica, uh, that was a nice embrace, but like I said, it was just dope to see somebody get um, happy, we have a few happy endings uh, within the uh, finale. Um, Andre is at the house, uh, the next morning, he all the women coming to the house, giving them food, apple pies. You got Shorty, uh, Brittany on the actual porch, just looking like she's just disgusted. I'm just—it <laughs> was just so weird to me. I'm like, yeah. these heifers is lined up like kids during Christmas trying to sit on Santa's lap. They in a single file line. Don't make that face like, oh, Andre Santa. Like, I mean, <laughs> a lot of them definitely look like they would love to sit on his lap, but I was just like, what is going on? But Mississippi. Uh. Man, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Haley, she pulls up. She pulls up. Uh, she got cigars. Typically, you know, cigars represent a man that's having a child. You know, they, they typically give you a cigar. So she, you know, she gives him a cigar. He starts smoking. He's like, what's the occasion? And she was like, never mind. You know, I ain't gonna cause she well, she asked him first, what are what are y'all gonna do? And he was like, I'm gonna stay, whether she stays or go, I don't know. I don't wanna have my, you know, my shit business, all that in the she she he kinda shuns the situation of baby daddy, baby mama. And so I feel like that's what makes her hesitate to actually tell him what she was going to tell him the night before. And she was like, Sometimes the stuff that we don't say hunts us the most. And she just dips out like Batman once again. So she wants to be haunted by what she doesn't tell him. I'm hey. assuming so, Jazz. She hey, she don't wow. make she don't make a lot of sense. She don't make a lot of sense. Uh, she talks his stories. <laughs> um, you know, but then as she's pulling off, she uh, reaches out to Georgie again. Um, you know, she on her her big girl shit. What you think about this scene, Jazz? She got played. <laughs> no, she did not get played. She played herself. I mean, well, Georgie yeah, she, told her. Georgie told her what to do. Her her past self played her current self, which really played her future self. Ooh. Because Ooh. bars. I get yeah, that's got to be bars. That's got to bars. I see you hit the. I see you hit the. You hit the Johnny Manziel. Was I that? Mean, was it? I don't know. I don't know what that was. 
<laughs> but not because like the thing is, I believe Haley said, and I don't know who she said it to, but she said either tomorrow I'm gonna be a rich bitch or I'm gonna be a dumb bitch. And we come to find out which bitch she exactly became. And it wasn't a rich bitch. <laughs> because like her sitting here thinking now she didn't get that five million because they were able to come up with another scenario where they didn't mm-hmm. even need the pink. Mm-hmm. And so Haley sitting here, she over here chasing Andre when she should have been focusing on the king and queen, which is the queen was sis, uh, what was her name, Jason? Georgie. Georgie. She should have been focusing on Georgie and she should have mm-hmm. been focusing on um one of the, the uh what's the dude that actually that paid Kyle. Clifton? Kyle. 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 Yeah, those are the people that she should have been focusing Poor on. Kyle, right. So I mean, she basically played herself. Actually, like, nah, I should have been paying attention to Clifford. Clifford the one that fucked her out of everything. That I mean, but Again, you that's 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 what goes back to that whole family, that whole thing. She kind of she played herself trying not to include them in what was going on, trying to make these underhanded, shysty deals. And yeah, I mean, it's just like like the whole time, like Haley was definitely a roller coaster. She was winning, L, winning, L, <laughs> and I guess realistically, she got what she kind of wanted, but she really didn't. So, yeah. Um. So then, you know, like Mercedes, she um, she goes home uh, with Terica, and for, I don't know why, but she introduces Terica to Maine. This um, scene was really weird. Cringy. It was okay. It was weird. It, okay, yeah. it it just wasn't me. It wasn't okay. It was weird. But this is a but this is a thing that happens in the neighborhood as well. Like you know, uh, but Terica already has that that grown-minded well, she feels she's grown because we see she's she's clearly a child uh, within this. So I'm, I'm please, Katori, don't allow that to be a storyline of this show. Yeah, we that's we like... We don't need that. Yeah, because like, even you saying that, like, Mercedes knows her daughter, so it was just kind of like yeah, I didn't, like I didn't see the she, reason. Like she yeah. looked at she's like, go your ass in the house, but what you would say, Jay? I just, I'm just glad I didn't, I wasn't the only one that saw yeah. that scene. It was just yeah. like, this feels so wrong. So, yeah. But I guess the main thing within this is, um, you know, Maine is upset. Mercedes danced with, um, murder. Danced with murder on the yeah. actual club. They basically saying you chose. Whenever you did that, you picked him um, over, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of neat that they, wherever where she stays, that she's in that, that rivalry, that rivalries town. So her car matches their colors uh, within that, just so it just matches with the, the chief I chief. Um, what's the call? So I like how they they, they pay attention to like the, the color scheme and things of that that nature. But yeah, I, I would have been mad if I had to have a yellow car just because of the neighborhood I lived in. <laughs> Time to move, right? <laughs> so I, uh, let me get out of here. Yellow is not even my color. But, um, yeah. And then uh, Haley, you know Haley, you know her last I guess big scene, and she pulls up on uh, Uncle Cliff. Uh, to kind of to, to go back and forth with him, you know, with her about what happened, and you know, basically she's the one that gave the situation, you know, gave it away. But you know, she uh, felt like she did more than. Uh, well, Cliff has been working from every angle because she's been trying to figure out where Haley is actually coming from, and after she figured it out, she she got it. Uh, so she gave her two hundred fifty thousand back that she bought the club for. Um, 
you know, within that situation. And Haley just felt salty as shit. So she said, you know, same thing she told Murder in the last season. She said, you can leave out, you know, you can leave out the front door. It's right there. Or you can leave out the window. It's over there. Which hmm. one you want to choose? And, you know, Haley was just like, just fucked up because she didn't have any more plays at that moment. She done, she lost it. The mayor election is lost. She don't have Andre. Now she may be pregnant, which I think she is pregnant because she, you know, playing that shit off. Um, if Whisper and, told her she was pregnant, she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> she definitely got twins up in there. <laughs> um, and I think this is when I get my favorite Uncle Clifford rule. Uh, he was like, just because a bitch good at keeping peace don't mean she ain't good at waging war. Rule number 88. I think that was my favorite. I, I didn't mention my last last episode. But yeah, that was my that was my favorite one. Um, and the, and then you know we we go to the um to the dance. Grandmother's having her dance. Uh, what did y'all think about Grandma's juke joint? Hmm. It was cool. Nice little throwback type vibe. I thought it was um again weird that she brought Terica to the dance, but hey, it was it's whatever. I mean, given the given the the, the situation. Of what we actually had, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it because it wasn't like a. It wasn't a. Nobody was stripping. Nobody. No, was, it's not that. Uh, I just feel like like go to bed. <laughs> like why you sit? I mean, she's fourteen. She's fourteen. Go to bed. No, she ain't in school. Why not? Let her, let her come out. She hanging out with her mama. Chris Key is going to bed the same time Jr. is going to bed. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, that was. Just... It don't. It don't matter how old they are. They could be seventeen years old. You know, look, stay home. Your bedtime is so <laughs> <laughs> nah. man. I, um, so this thing, this is kind of crazy because uh, you know, Cliff he puts on there, he puts on a red dress. Um, well, he puts on a red outfit because it, it looked like it had legs and then like a jumpsuit type thing. Um, but if you look at it again, I want you to go back. I'm probably gonna clip it for sure. I'm gonna clip it. If you look at this scene, it looks like uh. The lady from the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, they had Cliff look like the lady from the Powerpuff Him? Girls. Yeah, no, he looks that's, like the girl, no, the, the, one, the mayor. Oh, the mayor. oh, I thought you was calling her. Okay. Oh, not him. Not him. You scared me for a second. Not him. Because it's sort of the same. She looked like the. So the one that used to be in the mayor's office. That's 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 about. And then you see you see like the three strippers, like the three girls. They walk in. They have on a red dress, a a blue dress, and a green. Just like damn, they look like the. Are they mentioning the Powerpuff Girls or what's going on here? I'm gonna run it back, and you're gonna see them like, oh shit! It look it looked like the Powerpuff Girls, but I know the reason Cliff is wearing this is because Murder, you know, um, told him his the fav his favorite postcard for Murder was you look good in red. Uh, so that's you know I feel like that's you know why he put the the nod of uh, putting it on and uh, you know he's hanging out. Uh, Cliff's hanging out with his homies. Um, they talking and then you know uh, mint condition, pretty brown eyes pop on. Jazz, what do you think about this scene? So I know a lot of people was excited for the scene. I think this was a dream sequence. I think the entire scene was a dream sequence. I think with murder coming behind Cliff and they dancing and everybody's looking at them. I think the entire thing was a dream sequence because before this scene, you had Cliff in the office and Big L gave Cliff some pills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Cliff was high anyway because Cliff was just like, because that's when they found out that Autumn slash um, Breaker of Change slash Haley took all their money. (laughs) 
soon as they fired her, they should have changed their passwords on all of their bank statements. Everything should have. I, I been think she did. Over. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. I feel like she did that a, a long, prior, like a long but, time ago. They just didn't know. But if he said it was like that, that this morning. Didn't he say yeah. that? Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, he said that, yeah. Like before I fire you, I'm going to make sure you don't have access to my funds. That's just like if you're in a relationship with somebody and y'all got a joint account, you better get your money out of there before you break up with them. But that's just how I would do it. But anyway, um, no, nah, like I, I don't think it was a real scene because it just, everybody just looks so. It just looked like the perfect thing that you would envision in your brain that you would want to happen. But of course, anytime we create scenarios in our head, it never pans out how we create. So Jazz, do you think the entire sequence was fake or do you think part of it was fake? What, what do you think? What do you believe the fake Soon is? Soon as murder came behind Uncle Cliff. I think so now, okay, so when, when murder comes behind Uncle Cliff, now that is after the, the office scene. So now that piece, um, when I went when I went read back why it does look a little dreamy. So now now I know prior to that he you know he's playing the actual song. Um and it gave me super like purple, purple rain vibes, like him at the jukebox, he's playing his favorite song. He brings the you know, brings them up and I'm just like, bruh, they you know, they getting like this is this is super dope. It just like, seemed too perfect. For so, it to be a real scene. No. So this is so now up to that point it was because now I don't know afterwards. Now before that, remember they went to the actual room and they had the actual talk. Because um, Mercedes was like, "Is that your dude?" And he was like, "Girl." Uh, and they had the conversation, and he, he finally tells him about T. Uh, and he was just saying how that situation became a situation. You know, they was in jail. It was what it was, right. and then wait, it was one time, two times, three times, and they just kept on doing it. Um, and Cliff still pushing him away within that situation because he's just like, um, and that was like, like I said, the, the brother can act. Like, JR Funds can fucking act because he was like, bro, you all you doing is you just keep on pushing me away. And you, he said, let's just talk about you because you the one that's really scared of this look. You the one that's really scared of you trying to push me away. That's my fucking choice. But I got Cliff's point because Cliff was like, I don't want to be that chain that you wear of guilt of, you know, whenever you with me, you feel like you gave it up for me. And I don't want to be that person that you look at, like you gave up your dreams because, you know, um, you know, for that situation. Um, and then, you know, that's when he basically, that's that, like, I think everything up until that point was real. Like, you know, Katori said, it's not, a, you know, so when they sitting out there, that was supposed to be a nod, Jazz. When he goes up to him, he said, "You're not fucking dreaming. It's not. It's not supposed to be." He did. You think he'll tell us that? You think he? You think I don't see Cliff being that delusional, Jazz? Anytime somebody's in a situation that they feel like is unbelievable, they say this is not a dream. <laughs> so, and if I you have... come on, stop. <laughs> no, right. man, it's it's a. I mean, they can definitely go either way, Chris. Next season. <clears throat> do you want this to be a dream or do you want this to be a real thing? I want it to be real because I feel like they're cheap as everything that happened up to that point. Jazz, what you want? Oh, I want it to be a dream sequence. Ooh, we split over here. I want it so I want it to be real, but if it's not real, I'm interested to see what direction they go within that. Um Cliff is I won't, so I want it, I, like, kind of like what Chris said, I don't want it to, because I want Cliff to be able to get his win. Um, 
you know, you kind of go back to the one of the, the biggest songs that, you know, he first did was, you know, he put the first the song that put him over is, you know, he chose, you know, he usually choose money over love, but and he kind of told Cliff that in the episode, he said, I you say you choose money, he said that usually, but that's not, that's not the case. Um, so yeah, it, I'm hoping this, I'm hoping this real. Uh, that'll we'll be, it'll be dope, but it'll be, it's interesting because, you know, here recently, it's been a lot of rappers who can that's 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 able to be themselves uh, you know embrace that side of them that sexuality uh, you know on the LGBT side um, and you know maintain who they are you know as far as when it comes to rap I don't feel like that affects what should deal with their abilities but you know people definitely judge a lot harder um, when it comes to a man doing that. So I got, you know, where he's coming from, being both sides, like, not against love, but I definitely would have chose my career. Not, you know, I, that Cliff should have, Cliff would be okay. We come, we'll come back together at some point. Let me get this bread, and I'll come back, and then we're going to be good. But did you guys have anything else within this season at all? Nah. I feel like we covered yeah, everything. Yeah, we should have. Um, in a decent timing as well. <laughs> in a decent timing as well. But was it good? Did you guys feel this was good? Absolutely. I enjoyed it, for sure. I thought it was good. I feel like the last episode maybe was a little bit underwhelming, but it wasn't bad. You think so? so? To me, I just the, the way they set it up, like the whole to be continued with episode nine, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, something big was about to happen, like the whole weekend game. I thought that was like foreshadowing to something. And then Big Bone turned it into like a, a an assassin. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but. So yeah. with the winking game, I, I guess it never really came back up, but technically it did. Cause everybody that was a killer technically became a killer of something. Um, you know, murder killed Pico, um, Wody killed Ron. Um, who else? Teak. Teak killed himself. I was, I was, uh, yeah. I, I, didn't, mean, I didn't want, I didn't want to say that. I mean, but he oh, did. Sorry. Yeah, he did. And then, um, <clears throat> I know, Miss, I'm going to say, but Keyshawn, I, you know, with her, she didn't really, she hasn't killed anything, but I mean, uh, she, she won, killed she the won. chances. That, yeah. I mean, yeah, freedom. she did. She killed, her, yeah. She, her yeah. stepmother I mean, killed her chances. Yeah, yeah. definitely. She it's hard to blame her for losing her cool at that moment too. That's like a whole. That's oh, like yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, definitely, not, definitely not blaming her. That, that was a lot. I, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a situation to where like she was covering for Derek the entire time, and then they looking at you as if you were the one that caused injury to your baby because you were out right. on the road, and then Derek decided to injure the child as soon as you came home to make it seem like it was you that was abusing him. Man, look. Somebody should have gave Keyshawn the link stream to the movie enough and tell her <laughs> to go to the end of the film. Go ahead and set up what needs to be set up. Do what J-Lo did. Not that I'm saying I condone that type of behavior, but sometimes I get why J-Lo did it. Sometimes it's needed. Yeah, sometimes uh, it's necessary. Sometimes it's needed. Uh, but for me, um, yeah, I love, the, I love the second half of the actual season. I definitely enjoyed the finale. Um, I'm hoping it wasn't a dream sequence because, like I said, that was that was actually super dope in how they actually did it. But I can I'm not mad at the dream sequence, but like I said, that that, that purple rain vibe, 
like I said, what I got from that definitely super princey um, within that and the music. Like that inside, he they dancing to Love Ballad by LTD, man. That was that's a that's song right there. That's a, that's a fucking vibe. A super yeah. fucking vibe. Um, you guys, what are you guys as links of thrones? This would be interesting. So mine is going to be Coach. His name is Sherman Augustus. He was in Stranger Things season four. He was the Lieutenant uh, Colonel Sullivan. So he was mm-hmm. in. He was trying to get eleven in Stranger Things season four, but he didn't get her. <laughs> cool. Uh, my link of thrones is going to be. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Morocco Amari, who is Big L. Uh, he was in Twenty One Bridges with uh, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Nice. And, uh, um, you know, Jazz had to try to make a little joke about Malika Thrones last week, the other day, in um, chat. Sometimes we're going to talk about this one day. Now, that was Chris. You said we're going to talk about this one day. What, what, what were we talking about, Chris? I mean, I'm just waiting for your Link of Thrones. You sort of proved my point. Because <laughs> you don't never have a, You always say you don't have your Link of Thrones. And, you know, sometimes. I don't. Be- I have. So, I mean, so this one right here, I have like. I have three ways I really want to go with it. You know what I'm saying? So, so for the listeners and viewers, this is called stalling. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do, because I want to, I really want to use it's two people, three people actually from the show. So, fuck it. Let me do that. We're going to do Meg the Stallion. Boom. We got Meg the Stallion. Yes, sir. Eh, eh, eh. And no, I'm going to use Meg. Okay, cool. We'll use Parker, we'll use Parker Sawyers. This is Andre. He played Barack Obama. In Southside to you. So yeah, that's my <laughs> What? You probably was better off using Meg the Stallion and she nope. was in like nope. She-Hulk. Spoiler nope. alert. <laughs> nope. I was fit too. It was like it's like three people in this show from She-Hulk. Who's the third now, person? Um, well, of course the cop. You got Meg. And then you have the news reporter that was um in episode in the beginning of the episode that was talking to Andre. About the um, the news reporter, she was Did just somebody fall. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. he just kept going like, <laughs> like, oh well. It's <laughs> not my business because people got to sit their ass down. We don't, we ain't doing none of that. You don't hear no crying. Jason, Jason, Jason right, says so we... falls bill character. <laughs> they do, they do. Um, Within this jazz, you 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 still dropping bars this evening for us or no? You what you doing? I've been dropping bars this entire episode. I haven't heard yeah. any bars from y'all, so just... man, Chris, where you where you at, Chris? Where where, where your bars at, Chris? Where, Not where this week. I got I got you next week. Next week we here today. Wow. I don't got wow. no bars today, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> jazz took all the bars. That's a that's crazy. That's crazy. I came in here with the bars and nobody came with got? bars with me. And nobody came with bars. All right, all right. Let me see. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. I can't. I, I don't even know if I'm to say it because I'm gonna laugh because I'm looking nah, at y'all. I need to turn shit. my camera off. Chris, what? This shit yeah. be trash. Yeah. Right. It might be. It might be. But let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's I'm see. I'm glad Jazz is dropping the album next summer, not Jason. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> me, 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 me. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay, let's see. We're gonna start at the top. Uh, this ain't political. This ain't politically correct. Uh, I'm about to run up the check. Uh, your boys are about to spass. Uh, go to go, go on to go scoop up jazz. 
about to go kick some ass. Your boy just copped a whip. Chris trying to Chris trying to do the dash, but I'm onto something bigger. Just me and my two niggas just made a podcast, hoping to see decent figures. I, I I'm that nigga. Where to future Hendrix? Not on that goofy shit. Fuck that nigga academics. To you, that may seem rude. For me, that's how I move. I got a cool groove. I can be a cool dude. Disrespect the set. You gonna see a new move. Just hit my fucking dance. You see where I stand. Was it good though? Bitch, you know the fucking rest. I'm done. That's it. Jazz, you owe him an apology. That was he. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no ammo, but this how we fucking do it over here. Get the was it good though podcast, bitch. Love it. <laughs> I just want to say no one listening is a bitch. He was just joking. It's all right. No, we talking to the other podcast niggas out there that got podcasts. We trying to change it up out here. We trying to do it differently. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, that's it. That was dope, Jason. Good job. Good job. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I had to incorporate my guys um in there. But this was episode 13. Um, definitely went over P Valley. We do again appreciate everybody who's listening, um, who's subscribing, who's sharing, who's commenting, who's posting, laughing with us. Uh, we definitely would appreciate the well, we definitely appreciate the engagement. We definitely talk back um, on all social medias. Like I said, we have a chat community um, that we go into, we speak to, speak with the people frequently. Um, if you have a TV show, recommendation please save it if you have a movie recommendation please let us know um we got some big things well i feel like we got some some shows that we really into that'll be coming up so um definitely enjoy that we just dropped a bonus episode double feature volume one of she hulk and house, house of, of the, the dragon jazz how did you feel about that she hulk episode today did you, did you uh, really the one that dropped today i thought it was really good the the post credit scene, uh, it was all right. I, they, I, 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 I want to see I want to see the the actress that was actually that was she because you know it's a, it's a it's a person that dresses up as She Hulk and they just kind of they fix her face oh, to look okay. like Jennifer. So I'm interested to see the behind the scenes move of that. I mean, she looked like she was doing her thing. Her was, <laughs> they, they was getting it. So she said, "Meg, I, I will kill for you." <laughs> She said, whoa. Yeah, they like, calm down. <laughs> That's really back in, sis. Right. But no, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I'm enjoying uh, She-Hulk so far. So Yeah, that was that was that was funny. I mean, that was like a, a genuine this episode, the entire episode was actually pretty funny, but it's like I said, well written. We already talked about that. Uh, Chris, you have any last remarks, comments, sir? Nah, appreciate all the love and support. As always, um the previous episode, P Valley, I appreciate the love and support. Y'all been running up the views for us on YouTube. And of course, everyone who listens, likes, follows, subscribes, all of y'all just appreciate it. Um, yeah, just keep doing our thing. Yeah. Jazz, you got any final remarks, comments? Um, nah, y'all pretty much uh, said it. Shout out to everybody that listens and shares and communicates and comments, you know, so... Man, much appreciation, much love. Again, this is episode 13 of the Wasn't Good Though podcast. Deuces.